Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. I wrote a column on my web on my website last week about the death of VHS. Okay, and what we've lost, and it got an unprecedented number of hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fast. Yeah. It spread like wildfire. So obviously I touched a nerve. Yeah. Because people haven't thought about this, but the last VHS recorder, last VCR, mm. was manufactured last year. So it's Oh, is that right? Yeah. You can't even get it. I got two in my attic. So Save Good. them. I'm going to hold on. Save, Save them. them. I know. I, did. I put them in the box. Oh. I, put them, I put them up there. Although we, we do live shows, uh, and uh, someone came recently with VHS. Uh, of our one of our movies to sign, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That we had to sign. So I always think it's funny Love when you it. see it because yeah. we used to get into fights like who who's on the spine. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah, like that's which, a normal... which which character gets put on the spine? That's yeah. always yeah. the good fight. It's usually me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. We, but now you can't have that fight anymore. Our first two movies, uh, Puddle Cruiser and Super Troopers. I was on the spine of both of those. Right. Wow. And that was a big issue within the group. Mind you, see, he remembers. See? I was going to, yeah, I right. And lords it over <laughs> us. Well, because. Which means it mattered. Right. It, because, you know, in the, in the video stores, they would Duh, go sideways. Yeah. Look at the spine of my book. Right. Right. See that smiling face? I don't oh. see one here. I don't see one here. What happened that year? <laughs> it's the last year of the book, too. Is this, so you it? won't do another one? No. I will if somebody comes and grovels and gives me Please. oodles of money. Yeah. We have this weird uh, thing where we like to work for money. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are Jewish, which is probably a piece of it. But like... Yeah, that's sure. why we do this podcast. Right? Yeah. Money. Yeah. The big bucks. So we're funny. all in the same, same boat. Thing. The big bucks. We're all in the same leaky boat. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. we're, we're in the same um, umbrella of the Nerdist uh, organization. That's, that's right. right. Right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. So should we... Let's, let's, let's uh, jump in. Okay. I got a whole list of things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I made a list too. Not as long as well, Kevin's guys. list. Who has a better list? Yeah, his list I is going to be more, more thorough. Yeah. I always have a better list. But this so he made this fine, but you have a list? Yeah, I know. That's why okay. I have to. Okay. But, I get it. I but get to it. be totally honest with you, I never make lists. So when I make the list, it means I really care. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it means I've been thinking about this. We're going to talk about some stuff today. All right. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Okay. Um, but so, yeah, so our podcast is called Chewing It that we do. And, and usually we'll uh, have folks on that we made movies with or whatever it is and we'll shoot the shit about movies which yeah. is perfect why you guys are here right but first we like to chew some food right we would fake we fake chew though yeah yeah oh. so you guys jump in and then we talk about you know a yeah. little bit what you like for example i'm gonna chew movie popcorn i was gonna do that too i'm gonna take some uh, i'm gonna go with uh, movie bites okay oh. yeah little ice cream ones in honor of you guys yeah that's so nice yeah mm. that's so nice I'm having raisinets. Okay. okay. That's his favorite. Okay. Is That's that your movie to. food of choice? Uh, after popcorn, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So popcorn first. Popcorn first. You don't often no get butter. popcorn, though. Do you do the mix it together, throw the raisinets into the popcorn? Oh, I've not done that. I, I, really? At home, we, we'll, we'll mix okay. M&M's with purist. popcorn. Sure. That's, sure. We'll yeah. do that, yeah. When we're in an, with the kids. Uh, in, in an indulgent mood. <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Will you ever uh, – but you don't go popcorn anymore and you go unbuttered Is when you do go popcorn? I've gone unbuttered for years. Yeah. When I was a kid – Going to the movies, I remember very clearly that popcorn was of no value unless it was soggy with butter. Yeah. Right. Had to be drenched in butter. Yeah, dripping. Yeah. Soaked. I do the... Uh, but then see the healthy specimen. 
<laughs> sitting in front of you. And yeah. There's the result. That's it. Yeah. I, I go um, – I do the halfway. Ooh. I make them stop. I do that. I say, can you stop halfway so I can put the butter on? Because, you know, you get to the second half of the butter – or the popcorn, and there's no butter on it. It's dry. You don't right. want any more. My husband does the bottom half is sweet. He's from England. And okay. There, there they do sweet popcorn. Yeah. Okay. Not, not kettle corn. Sweet popcorn. It's very strange. Also, their popcorn's never hot. Kind of, these are, really? These are heathens. They put yeah. weird stuff in their popcorn, probably, yeah. too, like so fish he, oil or something right, like that, right? He, well, he puts, yeah. he has the cold, <laughs> so he has the sweet popcorn on the bottom, and then he does the salty on top, and he says that way he gets a nice treat. Okay. Do you remember oh. when there was that brief? Nice tree at the bottom. <laughs> okay. He's a there was a man. Yeah. There was a brief moment some years ago when uh, uh, theaters were pressured into doing air pop popcorn yeah. mm-hmm. to be healthier, and yeah. it tastes like styrofoam. Yeah. yeah. That Delicious didn't last. No. Styrofoam. No. But I think butter's on the. You know, I think that that soggy butter's on the way out. Never. I think it's on the way out. <laughs> Never. I think oh, it's going downtown. No chance. I hate no it way. when mommy and daddy fight. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. That's yeah. what we do, by the way. Yeah. I, I mean, we bicker. Do you guys bicker on your? Uh, Dude, never. No. What? Never. Yeah, Constantly. We have an occasional tiff. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dig into that. What's I'm going to find out what well, you guys Let's introduce got. our guests. Let's introduce we'll... our guests. <laughs> yeah. When we do it. When you're joining us on the podcast today are the Maltons, right? Yes. Jesse. Yes. Leonard. Hi. And you guys have a podcast on Nerdist yes. that you do together. How nice right? of you to mention movies, yeah. Right? Well, Malton on Movies. Malton yes. on Movies. Yeah. And obviously, Leonard is the legendary film critic, right? We, I, He's a film historian. He Genu- is a writer, a teacher, a radio personality, and now a podcaster with Jesse. Yes, and I represent nepotism at its finest. That's that good. Is, that is my life. That's good. Yep. Yeah, but you're obviously a movie lover, too. I th- you were probably how, how raised to be a movie lover. Be? What a right. miserable life I would have if I hated <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah. It, it would just be all day, all night. I sit in a dark room going, no, I don't want it. No, I don't want to watch. Did he terrible. make you watch movies when you are growing up? I don't think. I don't know that there was ever a... I think when you start in the womb, yeah. which I did, yeah. and I was in festivals in the womb. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't remember any. I don't remember any resistance. No, no. no. Did you when you were reviewing movies early on? Would the studios give you a copy of the movie to watch? Oh hell no! no. Oh no! So you had to go see it at a, oh yeah. A, 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 so you couldn't take the kids. Saturday no, I mean mornings. you know they used to have Saturday. They still do have Saturday morning screenings for the the family friendly movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they know that it makes it. Easier and more pleasant for a critic to see it with with the their kids. kids, yeah, and surrounded by kids that that gives them sort of an idea of how that target audience is responding to the yeah. film. That's the trick. That's what. That's the good trick, though. We always try to trick critics to come to films <laughs> where they're like a laughing audience. Let, you know me, what I mean? let me. Can I? Can I give it's, you an yeah. experience that may change your? Man, I'm not trying to change your mind. Okay. 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 Years ago. When I first came out here to L.A. and was working for Entertainment Tonight, I was forced to go to a screening at uh, one of the big theaters in Westwood. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of those big single uh, theaters, the, right? Uh, yeah, The Village. Okay. The Village, yeah, there, yeah. 1,500 seats. Yeah. yeah. And the concept was that if they put us critics yeah. in the middle right. <laughs> of this 1,500-seat theater surrounded by UCLA students okay. to see Kingpin. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sure, the fairly the laughter that was surrounding us yeah. would spill over and 
infect us and sure, affect okay. us. Now, I would think that that's a good idea. As uh, you know, guys who have been in that situation, I would say it's a good idea. That sounds like something we've probably suggested. Yeah, I would suggest that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're going to tell me that not. Uh-huh. No, it actually had the opposite effect. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, because I disliked the film intensely. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the more the people laughed, the more angry and resentful I got. But why, though? It's not like they're, they're not shills. I mean, they're legitimately No, 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 no. They were legitimately enjoying it. I have no problem with that. Yeah. But it was annoying me. <laughs> because it was a, 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 a influencing you in a way you didn't want to be influenced? No. It was saying... Oh. They think this is funny. Right, I think right, it right. depressed him. I think okay. that's what it is. It yeah. depressed him that sure. everyone was laughing. Yeah. But said, that's the no. beauty of, uh, of the comedy movie that it is subjective, oh, yeah. don't you think? Well, which is why when I reviewed a movie like that, yeah. I would say, you know, the audience I saw would seem to enjoy it. Yeah. But I didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, one of, the, one of our favorite experiences for that was because we've made movies and, and they haven't been that favorably critiqued in the past. I, I love and, your movies. Oh, thank you very much. I am, I am on it. I'm a huge fan thank you. Thank you very of much. your movies. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to talk about some of the reviews. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. boy. But Those I'm, are not mine. But in I'm fairness. Sure, well, one of the f- amazing stories to me is always that we made a movie called Beer Fest years ago. And so we took Beer Fest. Love that movie. And, yeah, but, but Beer Fest thank you. was not a critic-friendly movie. Even, even the concept of a, a movie called Beer Fest, whatever. Yeah. And that's, it was a little bit why we made it, which is a whole other story. Well, it was a reaction to the reviews we got on Club Dread. Right. We're like, if they want a sophomore movie, we'll show oh. you a sophomore oh. movie. Oh. Yeah. And so we made that. And so we took that movie, and the night before it was released, they had a special screening down at Camp Pendleton, right? And we went down there, and we screened it for 800 Marines sitting in a movie theater. And it was one of the greatest screenings I've ever been to because it's a rowdy movie yeah. and it's right in their wheelhouse. And they went crazy for it. They were screaming. They were laughing. It was the great, one of the greatest screenings we ever had. Yeah. And the next morning, the movie, all the, all the uh, critiques came out and they just got ripped. The movie got ripped. And, you know, people saying it's not funny. It's this and, and in my mind, I'm like, I just sat in a room last night with 800 Marines yeah. who loved that movie. Yeah. They loved it. So, like, you know, what are you going to do? And that's what you said. It's like, for me... It's well, but that's funny, but, but for other people. But that's a fair thing. I mean, because you know, like one, obviously, you know, the critics. It, it goes hand in hand. There are like A. O. Scott is a guy who <laughs> has been just cruel to us, yeah. <laughs> and like the words are reaching us. So you know, like I mean, like insulting, and like they don't try things like that. Sure. And you know, we do read the reviews, and so it's like <laughs> he's going out of his way. To you know, to be now. Now I'm asking this just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah. There's no judgment. Did in you this, rip in us apart? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. I know the answer. Why, why, no, no. Why do you read the reviews? It's uh, I think because we haven't made enough movies uh, for it to really sink in that we shouldn't read the reviews. <laughs> well, I, no, I also think because like, as you know, there's some actors and filmmakers yeah. who claim, yeah, yeah, some I'm sure honestly, and maybe some not so. That they never read reviews. That's right. Yeah, yeah. we uh, no, we had a meeting uh, after Super Troopers came out. We we went and met with Adam Sandler. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> you know, we talked about that. We talked about reviews, and he was like, "I I stopped. I don't read the reviews because it doesn't matter to me." And then we're like, well, "What do you mean?" He said, "Well, it doesn't matter. People are going to go see my movie, and yeah. I know they're going to hate my movie, and so it doesn't matter to me." But I think I think but, from a critical, but the key word there is you, he stopped. He did. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. I think that like for us. We so badly want the critics to give us a good review uh, that we we check. I don't know. I, that for me, I don't think it's that. For me, I think it's more like even in in stuff where you get ripped. I think there's valid criticism and, and and valid critiques. And I think as like liberal thinkers, and you can read something and you can pick out what is valid and what maybe is not valid. You know, like we made um, 
the Dukes of Hazard for Warner Brothers, right? That was one of those deals. It was like one of those quiet man deals. It was like I we make Dukes of Hazard. Malton's review of okay. that too. We, we make these Dukes of Hazard, then then Warner Brothers make Beer Fest. That was the deal, right? And so, um, uh, and uh, wait, now I'm forgetting what my my story was. What you're, were we talking about? You're talking about uh, being able to discern oh, right. and take pieces of it. right. So anyway, so uh, Roger Ebert wrote the review of it, and it was a very unfavorable review, but the. It was a lot of like ripping into Jessica Simpson for being in that yeah. movie in yeah. a very personal way. And yeah. I was like, well, I think Roger Ebert's better than that. And I think that's wrong to rip someone's personal. You know, rip the movie if you want. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But really rip the person. And so I feel like even the greatest critics you can figure out, I feel like, yeah. where sure, but, there's something but valid to be fair, about. But to be fair, Roger Ebert also, when he would uh, do our movies, I mean, he, he, yeah, yeah. he panned all of our movies, but he panned them nicely because his partner at the time was, was really ripping them apart. And then he would say, you're being too cruel. He's saying what you're saying. Like, he's like, I don't, it's not for me, but yeah. there is an audience that will like these movies. And I thought that was always very nice as yeah. opposed to A.O. Scott who would be like, these guys <laughs> suck so bad. Like, they're not even trying. They're you uneducated. You know, like yeah. all yeah. that Fall stuff. Off a cliff. Right. Yeah, right. no. I, I made the terrible, I have now done this a few times, and I don't know why I don't learn. He's learned. I haven't learned. Mm. Um, I have read what people think of me sometimes, and yeah. it's a really bad sure. decision. Um, the other night, I decided to to read oh, some of our honey. podcast reviews. Oh, you did? And, uh, oh, yeah, shouldn't have done that. Should not have done that. I think that my fa- – I had a couple favorites. Dump the Daughter – uh, can't stand her, uh, Leonard. She's dragging you down. It was like all the and it was stuff that was like she keeps calling him daddy, and I'm like, well, what would you like me to call sure. Leonard? Leonard. And we actually talked about it. Like, should should I start calling you? Le- That's just weird. That's no, weirder to me. Dad, it's weirder to call you Leonard. It would. It, oh, I was terrible. But for every person have... who maybe is critical, there yeah. are probably people who are favorable, oh, the, right? The best. The best was there was a full paragraph of yeah. all the reasons this person hates me, and then at the bottom update, I listened to a recent episode, and I think she's gotten really good. But they left the entire paragraph of hatred. Yeah, yeah no, you just can't. And, I mean, no one, and look, I look, used to, no one oh. likes being criticized. No. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. we, I think we can all agree As on a critic, that. he yeah. knows that. No one yeah. likes being criticized. I've been criticized. Sure. Yeah. And this, before the internet era, I, I've written books. I've yeah. gotten reviewed. Yeah. I've gotten reviewed in ways I thought were unfair. Right. <laughs> uh, they've said things that weren't true. Yeah. But there they are in print. You can't take them, yeah. get them yeah. out of print. Now, uh, and then I made one fatal mistake. I looked at Amazon reviews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of what, one of your books? Or? Of one of my books. Yeah. Okay. Once only. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's over now. Yeah. Not doing it again. Really? Nope. nope. Yeah, I mean, really. I, I feel I have a pretty thick skin. It doesn't bother me. I really don't get bothered by criticism very much. I, I don't know. I think I just have You know what? Like, so our skin. first movie, when Puddle Cruiser came out, yeah. the very first, uh, that was, I think, the one movie that we've made. Where we had it was more structured like a standard plot. Yeah. Where one of us was in the lead, which happened to be me in that movie, and then the rest of the guys were sort of the group around them. Whereas the the rest of the movies we've made have all just been about the group of guys. Ensemble, yeah. yeah, kind of thing. This was a slightly more standard thing. And I remember the first review we read. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but he called me like wooden and uptight, yeah, stiff or something like that. Something like restrained yeah, yeah. and uptight yeah, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and once we get that, that's fantastic. Then that's what we use against him. Yeah, <laughs> but that was the first review I ever read, and it was like. <gasps> Like, yeah, no. It was a hard sure, thing to. Sure. to but you to guys read. must have had. You must have had great stories of people that you've encountered that you've maybe given an unfavorable you, you, review. You to would, you would think so, but actually, yeah. I I don't have many stories like that. Really, where people have yeah. said, "Hey, that's not uh, really fair to me." He's or, rarely 
mean. Yeah. It's very rare that he ever I think gets that's true. Mean. That's why we I mean we were talking yeah. about that we love you as a critic yeah. because you're not And, and that, that tends way. to be the response that he gets is people will go oh, I'm a big fan because I like reading you or whatever it is uh and it's rare that someone will say I hate you and here's why. Yeah. yeah. Though every now and then <laughs> you do get someone going you gave my movie the worst review it's ever gotten. He just kind of sure. stands there and smiles. <laughs> I'm like sorry. He's, he's eyeing my uh my my honestly, marked copy honestly, of the but no one's dressed you yeah. down. No one is like uh, confrontational with you, whatever. Oh, Burt Reynolds. Well, oh, yeah. yeah that's but, that's a, but but the the mystery part is that I life. never said is anything right? unkind about Burt Reynolds. Yeah, never. Yeah, not once. Yeah, but he got it in his head that I did. Yeah. Okay, Steve on one particular Gutenberg. movie or on Steve several. Gutenberg. This is oh that's right Steve, Steve Gutenberg. Had, oh, you were oh, Steve. Yeah. I did. I did. Steve Gutenberg hates him. <laughs> oh, it's bad. But, but Burt Reynolds, who, I, who I've met on numerous occasions and had yeah. pleasant conversations with, because he's a big movie buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I a real movie his son. buff. Yeah, grew up with his son. Okay. So like we've had a nice relationship sure, sure. together. Yeah. But uh, Burt got it in his head. Now this is decades ago. This is old. News. Around is, what movie was it? Oh, we're talking about Cannibal Run three. Okay. 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 Three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Loved it. Stroker Ace. Stroker okay. Ace. Come okay. on. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. And, the and I went out of my way not to say anything bad about him. Yeah. About the movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But, not, but I like him on screen. Yeah. And uh, when he was in his prime doing that right. stuff. And. Uh, he, I, I genuinely think he mistook me for someone else. Or oh, really? Confused. Okay. Or somebody told him that I said something, and he started going on talk shows and ripping me to shreds. Oh, really? To shreds. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, and then I found it myself. I was at an event where I was covering it, the Golden Boot Awards, uh, which was for westerns. Okay. And he was there with Lonnie Anderson, uh-huh. his wife at the time, and I said, uh, "Burke, can we talk to you on camera?" Sure. And as my cameraman is loading up onto his shoulder, or the heavy camera they used to use in those sure, days. We put a VHS tape into it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bert, Bert says, I ought to slug you, but there's ladies here. Oh, man. What? And I looked really? at him and I said, I have never said an unkind word about you in my life. Yeah. He said, oh, so it's just the film, so it's not personal. Right. I said, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not personal. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then he gave me a lovely interview. Yeah. So, you know, I don't get it. Steve Gutenberg did an entire interview. It started off just like, so tell us about you and what do you like and how's film? And he's like, things are great. But you know what? Leonard Malton. And this entire interview is like, Leonard Malton is out to get me. What era is this? He's like, is this to... recently? Or is oh, this... no. This is some years ago. Okay. But it, he, he, directed, just... he directed a film. Yeah. He produced and directed really a film. Funny what what was... year was this? Was it after his oh, the peak of his acting? The... 2000s. Yeah, yeah. After Olsen Twins, I think, because that's why I knew who he was. He was in the Olsen Twins? He played their dad on in, in one of their movies. Okay. Oh, okay. Their, the twi- oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's okay. the only reason I really knew who he was. Right, right. Um, which probably wouldn't make him happy either. But, uh, but yeah, he just went. He went to town. Wow. Yeah. I, think he's, I think he's a little embittered. I, I did work with him, and yeah. he, he would talk about the fact that he... And I have no brief against him either. Yeah. 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 Do you think, though, that... Um, that some of this kind of, I mean, the the idea of the, of the way movies are critiqued on the internet now, right? It's yeah. different oh, than when well, you came that, up. We can't even call that critique. But doesn't that hurt your? Doesn't that hurt you? I mean, in a way, because it hurts the industry of it. Do you mean you know what I'm saying? You as a, a reviewer, you yeah, as, a as like a, as a more kind of like established, you know, old school film critic. Let me let me today ask you, is crazy. Yeah. Does do people doing amateur comedies on YouTube uh, put you guys uh, off? Not no no no. Okay. I don't think so. 
Well, because there's no threat. So I guess so. I guess that's right. Sense. But yeah. I'm saying what you're saying. Like I think those pe- the people don't know the rules of being personal versus well. I mean, a film. You know, you know what I mean. Well, it, mean mean gets you attention. That's right. That's, that's right. It. Mean is what gets you. Which viral. by the way, but that yeah. goes all the way to. A.O. Scott, who... Yes, it does. You know, you're being cruel to stand out a little bit, and it feels irresponsible to me. Yeah. I've never... That's, I think, one of the things, and I've told my dad this, one of the things I respect most about him is that he doesn't get mean. And if he does, it's so rare that you know he really hated something. Have you gotten mean? Zoolander (laughs) 2. Someone did not... His his review literally began... Here's what what happened. Yeah. Here's what happened. I don't walk out of movies. Never. Right. I don't walk out of movies. My mom and I could try. would try to drag him. Right, yeah. Right. If I'm home and watching a screener, like during award season, and yeah. I've got a documentary sure. or indie film or something that you know I'm not going to have a chance to see in a theater, or if somebody has handed me their movie and made a <laughs> really <laughs> thrown it through the window pitch, of our car, which you know, has happened before, sure, sure. and it's and it's obviously bad. Yeah, I'll pop the, out the the, the CD, sure. the DVD. I'll do that. Yeah, if I'm at a screening, a press screening, yeah, or at the local multiplex or whatever. I will not walk out. To the right. bitter end. No matter went, what. No matter what. Okay. Because of uh, a professional, professional sense of duty to Because that. of masochism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you want to find out how it ends. And, and habit. Yeah. And the, and the knowledge that I can't review a movie I haven't seen to the very end. Yeah. Right. But I went to see Zoolander 2 with, you know, modest expectations, but I liked the first one. Sure. Yeah, uh, I did It was too. a pretty funny movie. I yeah. loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I had, you know, didn't expect anything terrible. Right. And my wife didn't come with me that night, uh, which she usually does. Okay. So I was by myself, and I'm sitting in this theater, and I'm watching this terrible movie. <laughs> and about 15, 20 minutes in, I'm saying, why am I sitting here? Yeah. yeah. What, am I, what am I accomplishing sitting here? Why, yeah. am, why am I putting myself through this? And I gave it another 10 minutes or so. Right. I finally said... Oh, screw it. Yeah. And I walked out. Right. So the review I wrote, the head, the headline was, Why I Walked Out of Zoolander 2. <laughs> sure. That's fair. Because yeah. I felt it was fair. Yeah. I hadn't seen the whole movie. Yeah. Needless to say, that got more hits than, than any conventional sure. review I wrote yeah. all year long. Yeah. Sure. And, and, I, and I said in the review, if something hilarious happens in the last 45 minutes of this movie, I can't tell you about it. Right. Uh, I hope something did, yeah. yeah, because there was nothing funny in the first, you know, forty-five, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's how I couched that review. Sure. Right. Well, that's fair and that's honest, and I think it's relatable too. Because I don't know how many movies I've walked out of in my life. It, Not a ton. I can count I, it on I, one I hand. usually stick it out no matter what. But there I, are been a few. Out of that curiosity, I, out. I, I mean, I just want to know how the, all stories end. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But also, yeah. when you're watching a train wreck, you, you know, there's a certain enjoyment to it sometimes. Right? Well, Holy that's shit. different. I mean, yeah. tra- train wrecks can be uh, grimly amusing. Right. This was just bad. Yeah. 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 And and there was I was deriving no pleasure on any level. Right. From watching, but that, it. but that must. Have, I mean, you watch so many movies that uh. that must happen. And, and like, isn't well, it yeah. sometimes if. That's the job. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, sometimes does it feel like that? Like, it's the job. Like, we do it because we love movies. We do what we do because we love it. But sometimes you're doing it, and it's like, God, this is a job. And I think... Well, I, I stood up at, after a screening one night at, uh, I remember it was the 20th Century Fox, and I stood up, and behind me was a very prominent film critic who I, I will leave unnamed, who looked at me, and we, and we know each other for years, and we made eye contact, and he said... 
Sometimes <laughs> we don't we don't we don't get paid enough yeah. to do this job. Yeah. For both of us, it's a calling. Sure, we love the film. Film. Yeah. We love yeah. writing. Yeah. So we love writing about film. Right. So we're doing something that we're blessed and lucky to be able to do. Yeah. And uh, and I learned a long time ago, nobody wants to hear you complain if you get paid to go to see movies. Yeah. Right? So, I mean... <laughs> it sounds like the best job in the world. It is. Yeah. Well, it, it is. When you think about the context, like, you must, do you see every movie that comes no. out every week? Thank he goodness, no. He doesn't have no. to anymore. Okay. He used to because there have been times. with Entertainment Tonight and yeah. then with the book... I mean, that was 30 years. Uh, yep. Yeah. And, yeah. This, and this book... And yeah, for three years I did a weekend movie review show for E.T. called Hot Ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with Joyce... Um, with Joyce Cole Cole Right, 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 yes. right, right. I love yes. that show. Yeah. I love that show. And that was the worst period of my life. In, Why? Not, not working with Joyce. That oh, was okay. fine. <laughs> I had to see more movies they than have... I'd ever had to see before. Why? How, so how many a day would you say? Like three sometimes. Because for the show, for the show, they would usually tape two in a row. Oh, and so that you like block shooting them. Yeah. Got it. So six at movies. Least six. At least six. Other times it was more than that. And it's just a lot. And I remember yeah. arguing with my producer at one time saying, you know, there's no point to my going to, to our reviewing Friday the 13th, part nine. Right. I mean, anybody who's People interested gonna in seeing that yeah. Yeah, is going to go. Yeah. And anybody who's not interested in that kind of movie isn't going to care about a review. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we bothering to go to see this movie? Sure. And uh, so there I was making what I will say was a prejudicial judgment call on a movie. Yeah. Right. It may have been wonderful. It may have been. Yeah. I may have missed out. I may be the loser in that situation. Maybe. But also, that's what people may be tuning in to that show to watch, see what you say about uh, Friday the well, 13th. No, that's you know what, I mean? that's what my producer said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. And, by, and by the way, I just might you know segue back to Steve Gutenberg. Randomly, I looked up the Police Academy movies. Ah, out, yes. Out of the seven of them, you gave five of them a bomb. Mm-hmm. Rating and two. So maybe Gutenberg thinks you have it out for him. Well, well. but the, you gave two of them. Gave, positive. Yeah, two of them positive. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Which that, is about how that, it plans out. That yeah, voodoo doll at home, that voodoo doll at home is not just about him. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of bitter feelings. No, I don't. I don't yeah. Really yeah. For him. yeah. No, it's, it, the thing is, my mom and I usually trade off seeing movies with him. Okay. Um, Forever? For always, like, you guys yes, have always been the... Always. Okay, that's, it's, wow. It's, well, it's either... So I refer to us as the Molten Empire, which is sure. the three of us. Yeah. My mom, sure. my dad, and me. Okay. Um, now my husband is like awkwardly off somewhere. Uh, he, he's been added in. He's he's the... He's eating bangers and mashers. Honestly, he is the... Resident. He's he's the resident though comic book nerd for us. We're learning so much about comic stuff. Oh, okay. That so he's brought something to it. Which is now he's dominating brought something film. to the empire, which is useful. Right. Um, but it's just one of those things. Now, what was my nickname as we were writing the book all those years? The Rob Schneider Specialist. Because my daddy doesn't love me. <laughs> okay. Writing and this book. Writing yes, the Letter yes, Mom. Yeah, I've okay. been a contributor to that book since I was really young. Okay. And, um, and the stuff together was always the kids' movies. And then when I was old enough to write myself, yeah. then it was basically oh, – cool. I was the only person under 40-something yeah. who was writing for the book. Yeah, right. And so I went and saw all the stuff that you wouldn't like – uh, because it's not for you. Sure. Movies like She's All That and 10 Things I Hate About You and right. things like that. Yeah. That right. In some cases, you saw them because they were big enough that they needed that. Yeah. Um, and, but what and, if and it happens like where you watch one of those movies? 
I'll tell you him. Think it's great. I'll tell him, and, and then, then he watches it and he thinks it sucks. Then what goes in the book? That's when the sparks fly. <laughs> That's you win? I win. No, sometimes if it does happen like that, sometimes we'll discuss the review. And even now with his website, because that's where he publishes his reviews. Yeah. Sometimes I'll say, well, please just put in that people found that funny, or just put in that okay. that husband thought this was really this was, this was really accurate. <laughs> yeah. Just be- right. because again, anytime you can say, you know, he loves all of he loves all of the things happening in the Marvel and the DC universes. Yeah. Yeah. So if he really likes this movie and we hate it, which is something that happened to us recently. Oh, what, what movie? Uh, a can movie you, can and you say? we cannot yet. Okay. Uh, but a movie ended and Guardi- I knew Guardians he was going to like, no, we like Guardians. Okay. I knew, hus- husband likes everything. I yeah. have to say, he has terrible taste. He likes everything. <laughs> yeah. He likes absolutely everything. Yeah. He's but one, he's one think, of those people. do you think there's something really refreshing about oh, that? Oh, it's the cutest thing. Yeah. He's sitting around a whole bunch of film critics and he's going, I mean, I thought it was all right. Yeah. And yeah. they're all going, it was the worst it's movie. Right. That's oh, why I love going with my kids. I love going with my kids. Like me going and watching Fate of the I have uh, 13, 11, and 9. Oh. And we all went to Fate of the Fury, or Fate in the Furious, whatever it's called. Fate yes, the, the Fate of the Fury. And I know, I know if I went with you, we'd be watching it, and it would be... And I think it was awesome. Well, no, I think, <laughs> I think there would be a certain way of looking at it, but with your kids. The same with the last King Kong movie, right? King Kong movie, that's when I was... I thought it was okay. Yeah. There were things that were cool. But sitting with kids watching, we've never seen a King Kong movie sure. before. Right. That's what it's all about. Well, so, oh, yeah. So do you... I mean, you, you both watch a number of movies... Every week, yes. for professional reasons. Yes. Do you think that there's obviously as as uh, movie lovers, do you think that there's something once you sort of go behind the car- curtain and you're and you're breaking down movies? Do you think that that has contributed to a uh, a loss of love for the movies, or just a, a more no. A, no. a closer scrutiny no. that makes you not enjoy them as much? No. Uh, and anytime I start thinking that, all it takes is a good movie to set me back yeah. on course. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then. If I see enough bad or maybe mediocre movies in a row, yeah, and I may get a little discouraged. I am human, yeah. You know, I may get a little uh, discouraged about it. All it takes is seeing one good movie. I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah, and I say, yeah. oh no, it's not me. Yeah, yeah, it's not me. Those yeah. movies really were mediocre. Yeah, here's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I still know a good movie when I see it, and you can see, he and gets I get, yeah, and yeah, I get yeah. every bit of enjoyment out of it I'm supposed to get. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, what do you think it is? I mean, because obviously, as filmmakers, and uh, you, you know, we in all spe- all aspects of the films, you know, we we write them, we act right. them, we produce yeah. them. Uh, you know, it's sort of like the the surfer who's looking to ride the perfect wave. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just have no idea. But we try so hard, which I think is why our fans do eventually respond to them. You know, they, they can tell that they're, I mean, the, the repeated watching is in the lines that they yeah. like to quote. What do you think yeah. it is that that makes a movie, why is the percentage of great movies so low? Well, you know, I teach a course at USC and, and I have for 19 years and it's a big class with 350 students and many of them are not film majors. Mm-hmm. I have kids from all aspects, of, all departments, all areas of the campus and and it's a film appreciation course. Mm-hmm. And I tell them on opening night, I want to make you a smarter audience. That's my goal. And we show all kinds of movies before they open with the filmmakers there as guests. So we'll show micro indie movies and documentaries and sometimes foreign language films. And then a lot of big Hollywood mainstream movies too. A whole variety. And the the point is to give them more of an idea of what goes into making a movie yeah. to meet collaborators, to see what a collaborative process yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. We'll have production designers and costume designers. 
and uh, composers and casting directors, as well as actors and writers and producers yeah. and yeah. such. And when the kids find out how long some of these movies have been incubating, yeah. when they yeah. find out that someone's been working for 10 years or for five years, whatever it is, they have no clue. They do yeah. not know that it's been that long yeah. and they don't understand funding. Right. Mm-hmm. And but one of the messages, one of the key messages is nobody sets out to make a bad movie. Mm. Right. And as I tell them, I haven't always seen the movies we're going to screen. Sometimes we book them based on their availability, their mm. reputation, yeah. the fact that the person who made it has a solid reputation. And we figure, well, it's worth showing. No matter what, this is worth showing yeah. in order to have that guest and to see this film. Yeah. So our batting average is pretty good. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, really pretty good. But every now and then you get a clinker. Yeah. yeah. And, and I say, you know, you can learn as much from somebody who's just made a bad movie as you can from someone who's made a good totally. one. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If their eyes and ears are open, yeah. they'll learn a lot of things. Yeah. And the first thing they'll learn is that that person doesn't know it's a bad movie. <laughs> right, and I'm talking right. about, not talking about my opinion, I'm talking about 350 20-somethings yeah. Yeah. who are kind of the demo for almost any movie. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah. But nobody sets out to make a no. bad movie. Yeah. No. Everyone is trying their best. Yeah. Sometimes people are trying really hard. And sometimes people are maybe going through the motions, but they're all at least trying. Yeah, they're and I think I, I think what's fun is, is as you become like a more savvy film watcher or a filmmaker or a film critic. I mean, I think seeing those moments where maybe the misstep happens or the reason or this, you know, they chose a, 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 something wrong technically or this they, they decided to improv too much or whatever it is or the script's too long. You know, you can see that stuff now, which I think is what's cool about becoming a more knowledgeable film watcher. And learning how to learn from those kind of mistakes, I think, is kind yeah. of cool, you know. Uh, but it's also like I, I find sometimes I find it difficult where I get in ruts where, like, you're, as writers, you, you're always trying to think about the, the more interesting way to deliver something or the different way to deliver something. And then, and then you start watching movies and then you start trying to decipher that and why they made those decisions. decisions and then it undermines the enjoyment of the movie sometimes for me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have that. I have that a little bit. Because I worked in production for a really long yeah, time, yeah. and all of my friends are filmmakers, to some, whether they're actors or directors or production, whatever it is, yeah. I do pay attention to certain things. So I will, even watching a really crappy TV show or a reality show, my thought is someone had to build that thing. That's right. yeah. Someone had to put <laughs> that right. together. I, when I was younger and I was a PA, I had to test stuff all the time because yeah. – that's what PAs are there for, yeah, to do right. whatever it is you want. Yeah. So and my it's one of my dad's favorites. I was working on an MTV reality show, a dating show, uh-huh. and I had to test stuff. And it was me and the makeup girl because we were the only two girls in the production crew. And they put us into – I mean all kinds of stuff. But my favorite was they put us into giant sumo suits and put us into, <laughs> put us into a ring and, and told us to fight. And, and one of the producers was like screaming at us like, I'll give you five bucks if you try to knock each other out. And we're going, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Like, no, we're not going to actually hit each other. Yeah. But um, but no, so I, I'm very aware of the production side, and so yeah. I'm always really impressed when I see things. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I think we're both pretty forgiving of certain things like continuity or what have you yeah. if you know that a film is smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if I know that you couldn't shoot this 12 times or 100 times, you know, yeah. if you hear like Social Network and they talk about that first scene mm. with Jesse Eisenberg yeah. and Rooney Mara where they, they did it 98 um, times, 98 yeah, times yeah. and Fincher, you just go, <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, very few people have that 
you know, have the ability to do that. So I'm sure. not nearly as picky when it comes to that. And At the same time, if a big movie does it, I have zero tolerance. Right, yeah. they because they should know better. You're throwing money at this. Right. And the least you can do is pay attention. I go. One of my main pet peeves is when you know someone is not speaking at the same time. They do a cut from the back, and suddenly somebody's not talking, and they should be talking. <laughs> yeah. Something no, like it's that. An over the yeah, shoulder yeah. where you can see the lip flap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not yeah. see the lip flap. I hate yeah. that so much. <laughs> and it's, I've gotten my husband to notice it now. My husband's a normal yeah. human. Yeah, he's who don't notice. Yeah, like I sit in the editing room and say, I don't care that it's a lip flap. Let's move on. He's come into our cuckoo world, and suddenly he's <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I liked. It. I send I send him to movies with my dad. He comes home, my dad goes, Oh, it's just. And husband's like, oh, That was pretty good. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's what happens. Like, yeah. I'll see a movie, and you know, at the end of the scene, they'll cut out to a wider shot of the lead actor or actress from behind, and there's a line of dialogue, and I'll be like, Oh, that was an ADR. Yeah, you and couldn't. Like, yes. What's an ADR? What yeah. are you right? talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right? Or it's raining really hard, and so no one sounds like they're saying anything. Yeah. It's yeah. all it's all very clearly done somewhere <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But see, what I like about your movies, and this is the reason that I I am one of those people that watches them on a loop. Yeah. Um, it's that first of all, you guys seem like you're having a Thank really you, Jesse. Right. <laughs> you, you seem like you're having a really good time. Yeah. Yes. And that's the first thing that I always notice that yeah. I really love. Yeah. Because I feel like I, part of why I'm laughing is that I know you're laughing. Yeah. Right. And that makes me happy. And then you all, we talk about this a lot with comedians. Um, we worked with Baron Vaughn for a while. Yeah. That was, my dad had a podcast with him right, right, for right, a yeah. bit. And something that I said to Baron often was, I, I find it really amazing how certain comedians can be, comedians can be really fantastic dramatic actors. Yeah. Because they know how to tap into kind of all of their feelings. Yeah. They know how to, how to get a rise out of people, whatever that is. Yeah. And so the other thing that I, that I look for when I'm watching someone being funny is I want to I want to like them. Yeah. I want to like them. If you come off as mean, that doesn't work for me. I don't like mean. Yeah, me either. Uh, yeah. You know, I can I, I mean, and I do. I think of Beer Fest. Yeah. This, the, you know, the scene of Jay and uh, is it Monique. Monique. Yeah, Monique. You yeah. know, when they have their their their, their love, love scene. their love their scene. Let's say, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's very sweet. Yeah. And the way that it ends with him going, you know, like I knew the whole time yeah. that kind of a thing. <laughs> so it's not anything. It's not. It's not mean, that's, yeah. and you're not attacking. Yeah. And so that's my thing. And and I do whenever they come on, I watch them because they make me laugh. Sure. And I have <laughs> and I have the DVDs and I put them yeah. in a lot of all of them just because they they do that. That was always I, the I philosophy. Enjoy them. Like our philosophy is always pretend like just a good group of friends, and and you want people to be hang out with you as friends. Yeah. I mean, like mm-hmm. if you're alienating or mean. Which I think a lot of comedies do sometimes. Uh, I think they don't invite the person into the world. Yeah, and that was always our thing. Let's invite yeah. the people into the world. Like mm-hmm. you're hanging out with us and we're having a good time. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, that's like sometimes you it works. A Jewish sometimes it doctor. It took me because that was the second one I saw. So Super Troopers for all that time with the yeah. fantastic mustache yeah. and the right, whole thing. Yeah. And then I'm watching Beer Fest and I'm going, Well, I know it's all of them in there. Yeah, yeah. I know they've all got to be there. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm going. Which one's that one? You're not there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where are you? Oh my yeah. God! You're the Jewish doctor. Yeah, this is glorious. I believe me. I still feel slighted by the Academy for that. <laughs> Man, well, because he won Carlito's way. He won Carlito's way uh, for the hair, and he thought he would get nominated for that. Six oh, months of my life for that. I'll oh, bet man. it was. He yeah. just shake. Oh, it's yeah. glorious. It was funny because when we, uh, you know, so we had done Super Troopers and Club Dread, and we went down to Albuquerque to make Beer Fest, and I had. So, you know, in Club Dread, I, I played the swarthy Latin uh, cliff diver and Super Troopers, you know, the mustache. Stereotype, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, exactly. And so then uh, to do this, I, had, I did the Carlitos way. We permed my hair, shaved three inches of male pattern baldness. <sighs> so good. 
And I remember like <laughs> so good. our first night in Albuquerque, a, a fan came up with – he had a pitcher of beer and five mugs. And he was <laughs> like, dude, I love you guys and you know, I want to have a beer with you guys. We're like, OK. You know, like we're all excited. And he pours out five beers, hands four of them to the other guys. Right. And I'm, I've got my hand out and he takes the fifth one. And literally, he turns his back to me. He won't even speak to me. And, and these guys are like, hey, that's Steve. He's one of the guys. He's like, yeah, okay. And they're like, no, no, he's one of the guys. And I'm like, it's me. I'm, I'm, I play Mac and Super J. He's like, yeah, okay. And like, literally, he wouldn't believe me. But that was the beginning of a very strange uh, sure. run that's of so sure. funny. being yeah. lost in the character. You've also, you've also had some really good actors in your movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. You've, I mean, Cloris Leachman is yeah. glorious. Cloris yeah. Leachman. Um, you've had our, our beloved friend Sam Levine. So oh, yeah, Sammy. Who is yeah. My, my brother from another mother. Oh, yeah. Uh, he and my dad, without question, my dad betrayed me for Sam. <laughs> oh sure! No, let's he, let's not spread that around. His mind is an, an encyclopedia. Of he's incredible. Exactly. He's incredible. Yeah. I, mean, I admire and like Sam oh, very much. When, but nothing <laughs> to take oh, the place sure. of you. Sure, sure, right. that's sure. right. Nothing I mean, when, and no one. When Sam right. comes over to the place. house, like yeah. my birthday and things like that, Sam's over, and it's just him and my dad sitting there. Everyone else doing their own <laughs> thing, and it's Sam and my dad just hanging out. The two of them. Yeah. But uh, you know, sure, Sam. uh, yeah, Sam's uh, a Brian Cox, yeah, like, Coxie, Cox, yeah, yeah. I mean, these are not Bill Pax, Sutherland, yeah, Sutherland, Sutherland, a lot, yeah. a lot yeah. of really, yeah. really good people. Well, so we're, we're you must be doing surprised. something right. Well, so the way, so Super Troopers, uh, Brian Cox was our first name actor. Him and Linda, Car- he and Linda Carter yeah. and uh, Marissa Coughlin, and yeah. he had not really kind of exploded. He'd played Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. uh, in Manhunter, but he hadn't exploded, and he he really wanted to do comedy. Mm. And he wanted, he's, he had funny. some Jerry Lewis in him, is what he said to us. He loved Jerry Lewis. <laughs> so that's how we got him. And yeah. then Super well, Troopers made we, such a we splash. We love him. We love him to death. Oh, oh he's, he's so good. We and just you know he's about himself. to play Winston Churchill. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah we talked to him about it because uh, yeah. he filmed a bunch well, he's of already, it. He's already filmed it. It's, yeah, he it's filmed about it. To open. Uh, and he, was, uh, he just loved the fact that he did it. I mean, yeah. Well, and, and on the flip side, he's really upset because the, the movie where he plays Marlon Brando is not getting a, a proper release well, yeah, because of the uh, the, Joseph, the Michael Jackson, <laughs> the Joseph Fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you, you heard right. that movie. It yeah, was like, oh yes, it was Cox oh, yes. and uh, Joseph Fine. Yeah, and, right. and Stalker Channing. Stalker Channing. It's a whole bunch of really good people. Yeah, yeah. And it's British. It's a yeah. series of films. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. because yeah. of because insensitivities, <laughs> which is too bad because he would do his he would do his Marlon Brando for us. It was good. It was good. We saw so we we filmed Super Troopers two recently, and it was nice to connect with. Uh, Brian, after fifteen years, I know we we're are. waiting for the release date. We right just now. we okay. finished it. We just we're in the final sound uh, process now, and and then Fox picks a release date. Yeah. So we're not really sure. This brings okay. me great joy. It, it is testing sure. the highest of all the movies we've ever made. Wow, so which is good. a nice, which is nice, a good yeah, feeling. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so good. But, but oh, no, no, no. Now, what do you learn from testing? Well, you know, it's it's. You learn the, – the thing I think we learn the most as filmmakers is where the laughs happen. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the most important. Yeah. Thing because you, you do these focus groups and you get uh, you get a lot of data. But you know some of it you can, I think, dispel. I mean to me, the most important thing is to sit in the middle of the audience and feel the rhythm of the movie mm. and feel the pacing and you know, where those laughs are. Yeah. Be- you know, everyone's going to – when you ask someone what's wrong with the movie, everyone's going to tell you something. You know what I mean? So I think you just have to figure out, though, to me. Well, because for us internally, we will have uh, conversations and debates about it in the writing process, in the shooting, in the rehearsals, in the editing of what you think is funny versus what the other guy thinks is funny. You, nobody, nobody really knows the answer mm-hmm. because you haven't mm-hmm. heard and the you audience. You never know until you sit yeah. in that audience for comedy. For but we we've you had never know we've yeah. had the debates and yeah. and the audience keeps laughing at the thing that you said you didn't like and every test screening you're making eye contact like <laughs> in, intentional eye contact across the row with the guy that you had the debate yeah. with and there's no you're the guy who want to cut that there's too. no debate now, now now have you had contradictory results 
Yes. With the same film with two different test audiences? On specific I'm jokes, always, I, yes. I'm always, concerned. I'm always curious about that. Yes, on specific jokes, yes. Like yeah. sometimes like the laugh will be huge and then sometimes there will be no laugh. And you're like mm, – and yeah. there's always a champion one way or the other. So I hate that joke. I love that joke. And yeah. then that's your, that's your argument. Then. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, they laughed. Well, they didn't laugh. Yeah. You know, that guy, that, the, the, flaw, <laughs> the flaw in the process, and I, I think there are two things that I have – you know, one of them is our movies get tested in front of audiences – uh, in Super Troopers 2, they, they did a better job of testing, but typically they're thrown in front of audiences of young males, and when they say, what would you do to make the movie better? Like boobs. 75 yeah. more, more tits. Boobs. More boobs. Tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the studio, in the case of Beer Fest, the studio actually decided to do that, and they, paid, they <laughs> literally gave us oh, yeah. a lot of money to reshoot the first uh, couple scenes of the movie and put in some gratuitous nudity. And so I We'd like found, to put boobs into the movie, they yeah. said. And they insisted. And I found that I found that cheap in the movie because Beerfest yeah. tested the next highest after Super Troopers yeah. Two. Now it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. thought it was a really good movie, and yeah. I thought that the the boobs cheapened it and brought it to a separate place. So that was an area where I didn't think it was good. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is you know it's you just you know the, the character Farva in Super Troopers is a national treasure at, at this point. But back then <laughs> in the first test that. screening, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 we have, we'd look at you know the, the results and says each of us, the five, like how would you rate this character? Who We know who rates the highest. This is uh, first place to who gets on the spine, is who's, <laughs> who rates the best and who rates the worst in the movies. Mm-hmm. And Farva, the f- character Farva tested the lowest in the test screening of Super Troopers, which we gave Kevin a tremendous amount of, of grief for. Sure. And uh, because it was like significantly lower. Yeah, it was. Go back a half a turn. Yeah. Explain who gets on the spine. I think we were talking about that before we yes. That's actually. Right. Did I mention that I made the spine? Yeah. I, the I don't spine. know if you know that, but uh, he's yeah. on the we were, spine. We were talking the about VHS cassettes yeah. and the era of VHS, yeah. which is when your first films were released. That's right. Yeah. And. Who got pictured on the spine right. of the cassette, yeah. so that when you were thumbing the shelf yeah. at Blockbuster, <laughs> there's your face. Oh, I was jumping up and there's down. There's your face. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, Farber to me is is like Miss Piggy and Cartman. Yeah. Like if they had a baby, it was yeah. Farber. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's, that's great. What I think that's great because yeah. you have the confidence of Miss Piggy. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and 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 the, the crazy genius of, mind, uh, obnoxiousness. Okay. Right. Obnoxious. The natural obnoxiousness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the, yeah. but so that was just a case where. But the character was so good. People were, were saying, I hate that character so much. I hate him so much. And as time wore on, people were like, I love him because he's such a jerk. Yeah. yeah. And he's become the number one character. But you've also got a really sweet love story in there. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. In one. In, with, with oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, and is like, there, there's they're one really the sweet one. together. There's kind of a sweet there is a sweet. There's a Swedish love story. Right. There's a Swedish <laughs> love story. <laughs> in the new one. Got it. There's some twists and turns in the new love story. But yeah, the first the, the first one was really... Can I read uh, your review of Super Troopers? Can I stop you? The original? You can. <laughs> you can stop me at any time. Now, do you remember? Did you see it? Is it your review? That's what I'm trying to remember because I saw the first couple and I don't think I reviewed... Too many of the others. Yeah. So you know, no, I'm, I'm you not, know there's I'm, contributors. I'm, I'm yeah. not ducking responsibility. It's yeah. my book. No, I'm serious. Yeah. It's my book. I take responsibility. Yeah. But there are other people contributing to these. Yeah. Now, these, listen, mind yeah. you, I'm not mad about any of this. <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no. All right. <laughs> but, 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 but by the way, who, who has seen all the Adam Sandler movies? Yeah. This guy. Okay. Yeah. He has okay. seen none of them. Almost all the reviews okay. are mine. Okay. So it's things like that. But where, Sandler won't read them. So just so you know. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't. It's fine. It's fine. And good for and that was I mean he gave us that bit of advice like don't 
Don't yeah. get the reviews. But he, yeah. I mean, but whatever. I mean, he's a yeah. very unique individual yeah. in the comedy film world. And yeah. we were standing when he told us that we were standing in his awesome office, which he called the uh, the house that Big Daddy built. Yeah. Is what right. he called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Was, you know, I mean, there was a slew, he was in that slew. He was in, he yeah. was in the Water Boy, Big Daddy. He was in that era yeah. where they were just yeah. It made a hundred million dollars. You put it out, they made if they sucked or didn't, they made a hundred yeah. million bucks. And we've told this story a, a couple of times. I, I love telling the story about Sandler. So Sandler brought us in after Super Troopers and said, "I just want to meet you guys. You're the real deal." He told us the story of going to see the movie in the in the theaters with his hat down low, and he loved it. He brought us in for a meet and greet, which is typical in Hollywood. And then we didn't see him again until Club Dread was coming out. I'll I'll read your review of that one too. <laughs> and, um, and, which bombed? Yeah. And so uh, so. The, he he called us up the week before it came out and said, your movie's – after our Super Troopers meeting, he said, yeah. if you guys ever need my help, I will be there for you. We were like, that's so cool. Yeah. When it Club is. Dread was coming out, he said, your movie's not tracking well, so just let me know if you want a meeting. And we were like, oh, we're OK. We're OK. The Monday after Club Dread came out yeah, the against bomb. the Passion of the Christ and, and bombed, <laughs> yeah. he called us up and said, now you guys need my help. Come in. And he wound up uh, being the first uh, producer of Beer Fest. Wow! And yeah, yeah. it's a really cool thing. Like he really was nurturing. He got it sold. We sold this. We sold to Sony, and huh. then um, and yeah. then developed it there, and then Sony ultimately dumped it, and Warner Brothers picked it up after we did Dukes of Hazzard. So it was like you know, Sandler was instrumental. Yeah, in it. So I, I, I always love telling that story. Those are, no, those are the nice things yeah, that yeah. you want to hear about somebody. Yeah, that, that, nice that guys. they. Yeah. 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 Okay. Super Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half stars. That's okay. good. That's, That's good. solid. That's, That's solid. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd give it. That's <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two and a half is good. Two yeah. and a half is solid. I think two and a half is what we got pretty much across the board. Uh, yeah. Much lower. It was much lower than two and a half across the board. It was like a, yeah. like a 30% Rotten Tomatoes movie. Yeah. yeah. Lou Lemonek from The Post gave it a two and a half star. Oh, did he? Okay. And I really liked his review. Okay, good. Okay. Lou Lemonek. Okay. So let's <laughs> Holy shit, my eyes are going. A bumbling group. Oh, wait. That's not the... Uh, gleefully... What is raunchy? I can't see it anymore. Holy, gleefully raunchy comedy is just a string of gags, but a lot of them surprisingly hit. First Hollywood feature from comedy troupe Broken Lizard plays like an anarchic cross between the Farrellys and Monty Python. I think it's that's a great, a great review. That's, that's solid. A great review. That's, that's, a great that's, review. That's, that's my review. I think that's, that's a great, great review. review. He's like, it's good. That's mine. That one's mine. No, but it's true. But I, I remember reviewing that. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's great one. one. Let's do Club Dread. Give me the okay. light. What, what, you, Give me the light. I mean, yeah, I feel like you're uh, okay. Well, <laughs> you're dwelling on things maybe you shouldn't be dwelling. On. Well, because I I think they're well. Club Dread is a bomb. That's, he gave us a bomb, and I like <laughs> and that. it was. I like that review. It was a bomb. Right. I like that review. Uh, okay, basically, you said it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that it, saves it, like, time. Like, there we are. Yeah, okay, yeah, you fine. Said it and okay. Beer Fest was a two stars, mm-hmm. and uh, you said there were funny bits about it. Yeah, as okay. well. It's more similar to the to the Super Trooper yeah. review. Right. I, but I, I I guess my 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 question. Wait, I don't want to. I'm going to ask a question about this book. Yeah. Or unless you have another thing you want to say. No, no. But then okay. I then I happened by the review of Free Jack, which was, <laughs> in my opinion, a we terrible movie. We didn't make movie. that movie. Yeah, we didn't, we make, didn't that make that movie. movie. But you 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 like that more than Club Dread, <laughs> <laughs> which I I have to disagree with you on that one. Uh, fair Jack. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That's my question, though. I guess uh, you've been doing that book for so long, and like you started. The way I read about it, you started like when you're like 15, 16, 7 years old writing little. I was reviews, seventeen years old right? when I was hired to do this book. Now, uh, seventeen. We all change it. We all change in our right? lives, right? Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Do you ever go back and change the review? Do you ever go back and watch a movie and get be like, "I was wrong"? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but uh, if I'd had my druthers, I would have reseen 
and then re-reviewed every movie (laughs) every year. And that's the truth. Right, right. Because every year things happen in the world. Yeah. Things happen in the movie world. Yeah. Happen in your life. There are game changes. Yeah, Yeah. your life. You change. You mature. You grow. Uh, uh, There are game-changing movies. Right. That alter your feelings about something that came out five years ago, ten yeah. years ago, twenty years ago. Yeah. Probably also your state of mind on any particular day going into oh, a yeah. movie. Always. Yeah. You know, we live in a crazy world right now. Yeah. Uh, it's never, I don't know if it's ever not been crazy, but we live in a crazy world right now. And, uh, you know, it's going to affect how you see different films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when you start thinking about it in that sense and you look at this mountain of 16,000 film reviews, you say... Well, I can't do that. Right. Well, it's a time capsule, yeah. right? I mean, but, so, so did you have you ever gone back and changed one? Have you ever gone yeah, back and said, yeah, "Hey, yeah, yeah, I, I was have. wrong there." The, the example I, I always sucks. give is Alien, <laughs> yeah. okay, and, and, okay. And, and, which is relevant with Alien Covenant having yeah. just yeah. opened. Right. Uh, the first time I saw Alien, I was on the road uh, in Boston doing a book promotion tour, so I didn't have my wife with me, which means that her arm did not wind up being black and blue at the end of the screening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a wimp. I, I have no sure. tolerance for boo horror yeah. moments. Well, I mean, that's a, and that's a, that's a, that's a tough and, one. That's a and, tough one. Uh, yeah. I was chewing my jacket through most of that screening. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was not my idea of, of a good time. Sure. And not I entertainment was, for you. Not for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so I gave it a kind of a middling review yeah. indicating that. 25 years go by. Right. Alien gets reissued theatrically. Yeah. Uh, rare nowadays. Right. Uh, rare then, too. And Ridley Scott changed a few shots so they could say there was new material mm-hmm. in the screening and whatever. I, I go back to see it. Now, in those 25 years, my threshold has risen yeah. as to what <laughs> I can now deal Not with. Not as squeamish. Still squeamish. <laughs> okay. Okay. But maybe not as squeamish. Less squeamish. Plus, I've now seen 25 years of copies and ripoffs of what he did in that movie. Sure. And I watched it and I said, this is a great film. Yeah. I missed the boat. This is really masterfully done. Yeah. So I completely changed the review and the rating of that movie. Okay. So I, it doesn't happen often, but but so yeah, in like the in the like eighty three eighty four or whatever book yeah. you'll find like a worse review than say this yeah. book of Alien. Correct. Okay. And then there are some. My mom and I browbeat him yeah. okay. into changing reviews. Uh, like Empire what? Records. I okay, love we love Empire Records. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the thing I I looked at the review and this is a while ago. I looked at the review and I was like, I know you didn't like it, and I get that you didn't like it. It wasn't for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, you gotta. I forget if it was like a one and a half or a two. It was mm. something. And I was like, you have to give it credit. It is now a cult classic. We yeah. we don't like terminology. We don't like think you know sure. iconic and because people throw them around. People throw these words around too easily. Yeah. But it is a cult classic. Yeah. It is something that people love. And it's also a time capsule so, movie. Like if you if you 100%. look at that cast now. Oh my like god! That cast. I mean, there's an incredible cast in that yeah. movie, and they yeah. were nobody then. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's yeah. kind of interesting to watch it in that. Absolutely. In that way. And so, so to me, I kept saying to him, "You gotta, you gotta say something. You have to change the review a little bit." And he did. Okay. Um, because he gave up. I love and that. that. That's a great. Choice. Yeah. It was a now, good choice. What other uh, recently have there any been like any like fights you guys have had over? Uh... My mom is worse with with the two of you tend to argue a lot more. Uh, well, she's not into the comic book superhero. Okay, she she's very dominant. Hated now. Guardians. Yeah. She hated. Oh, really? It so much. God, I thought that was the best movie. Let's, of the let's year. get her in. Let's get her in. Yeah. It's just not her thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, 
Uh, they were so ugly. I get it. She kept saying to me, she goes, they were just ugly. I, how, can, first, how can you want them? They're so ugly. When I first started <laughs> teaching at USC, the, I think maybe the first year, we booked a film called uh, Message in a Bottle. Yeah. yeah. With Kevin Costner yeah. and Robin Wright and Paul Newman playing Kevin Costner's father. Yeah. Three people that college students cannot wait to see <laughs> right. on screen, right? So, right. so <laughs> and, and as I'm watching this movie, I'm saying this is so wrong for this audience. Yeah. yeah. This is so wrong. This is about a widower and a divorcee having a romance with no sex. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and no boobs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Should be the new uh, rating. Yeah. NB. Uh, no yeah. Sorry, guys. And, and, NB. And the, the poor director was a, a very a sweet man named Luis Mondoki, mm-hmm. who had had a hit film, a South American film, that had been kind of a critical darling. Yeah. And it got him this mainstream Hollywood gig. And he wasn't there for the screening. He came at the end of the screening, as most of our guests do. And I was, as I was walking him down the aisle, I said, I don't think this was the ideal audience <laughs> for your film, <laughs> just to warn him. And the kids who we, who we encourage, urge to be polite, yeah. no matter what the circumstances, sure, sure. be respectful, yeah. be polite. And they were, but I could feel the simmering. Right. In the room, yeah, I can read an audience pretty well. They were simmering, and very few questions were asked, and a few of them were from students who were nice enough to ask obligatory questions just yeah. to keep the ball rolling, yeah. you know. Yeah. Right. And then my wife said she was in the ladies' room afterwards, and she gave me the real lowdown <laughs> report on this movie. So I've since turned down several films. Yeah. Because not every film is for every audience. Sure. No, we'll we'll see something, and I you go, know, oh, they'll they'll <clears throat> eat it alive. They will hate this so much. But I mean, but the same for can't. me. It's look, you know, I can't I can't pretend to be somebody I'm not. Sure. Yeah. I can't pretend to be a 17 year old boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or 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 a 19 year old girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean I can't appreciate a good movie. Sure. Or a well told story, if it happens to involve that. I don't believe that kids only relate to kids on screen, as yeah. some yeah. people do. Yeah. I think they more readily relate to kids on, on screen. But if you're, if you're telling a really good story, yeah. you can draw anybody in. Yeah. But it's not every film is for every audience. Well, but sometimes those college audiences, too, are, they can be a little tougher. Like those guys. Oh, they are. Sometimes. They're yeah. tough also because they're trying to show how cool they yeah. are. Yes. A, and how smart famous, they are. Uh, yeah. In our careers, a famous moment uh, was we made our first movie. It was called Puddle Cruiser. And we made it for about 250000 bucks. We shot it at Colgate, our, our, our school. And uh, it went to Sundance and uh, you know, we we didn't get distribution, but uh, we were we had a dance with Harvey Weinstein at Miramax, and so we, we got to the point where he was like, "All right, look, do a test screening, we'll see how it goes, and then I'll decide whether I'm going to release this film or not." And we're like, "Okay." And at the time, we were developing Super Troopers with him too, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, we were hoping he would put our first movie out. And so they just did a test screening, and they did it uh, in New York City on Third uh, Avenue and Eleventh Street, mm-hmm. right in the shadow of NYU. And they invited, they, they recruited their audience, and it was made up of all these NYU film students. And Harvey so Weinstein says, "I'm not going to come to the, I'm, you know, I'm not going to come to the screening. I don't want to watch the movie." But and they have the focus group. If the movie goes really well, call me. I'll come down to the focus group and I'll listen to what the kids have to say, and then I'll decide whether to put the movie out. Yeah. And so it's okay. So we show the movie, and the place is going crazy. They're laughing their asses off. Everyone's loving it. All the executives, the the, the executives down on the phone, Harvey Weinstein, you got to get down here. You got to get down here. It's, this is great. This is great. Blah, blah, blah. Come listen to the focus group. So uh, they clear most of the audience out. They leave 25 NYU students uh, in the thing. And Harvey Weinstein <laughs> walks in the back of the room. 
and uh, he takes a seat. And of course, all the kids are like, oh, you know, they're savvy. They're New York City uh, film students. You yeah. Know? And so they see Harvey Weinstein. And then uh, it's like, okay, let's do the focus group. And those kids just proceeded to rip the shit out of that movie. They ripped it. And it wasn't like they invited Harvey because they knew they were going to have a good focus group. Yeah. But these kids, they had, you know, film, specific film critiques and yes. textbook uh, yeah. things that they said. They also, was, they knew yeah. Harvey was there as and well. They wanted to, they oh, wanted yeah, to do something yeah. impressive. They were showing off and, for him. Yeah. yeah. And Harvey was like, they, the group left and Harvey walked up to me and he's like, Sorry, guys, we'll get him on the next one. And that was it. And he walked out, and that was it. We always know and any student in his class that starts the question with, as a film student, or as a film major, yeah, right. as a director, any of them, we all, oh, where's that asshole? Right. Where is he? Right. Because there's always one or two. Every sure. semester, there's show always you what one they or know. two. Yeah. And, you know, they start, we want to uh, thank you so much for coming to class. We really appreciate it. Now, when I first did, no, no, no. No, no. This yeah. is, it's a question. Do you have a question? <laughs> yeah. Do you have a question? Fantastic. I don't want to hear your you resume. No question. To be clear, Sit down. To be clear, most of the students No, most of the really students good. are great sure. for the yeah. most part. Sure. They ask really smart, yeah. good questions. But there has yeah. to be one person that everyone hates as a group. That's right. Yeah. And every semester, without fail, there's one yeah. person everybody hates. And I think that brings everyone Sam else Levine. together. It's Sam Levine. It's always <laughs> Sam Levine. It's always Sam. Yeah. Oh, man. What, uh, tell, me, tell me guilty pleasure movies. Like, what for you See, guys? I'm not guilty. He always says he's not guilty. Really? Okay. Stone Cold. Do you like Stone Cold with, <laughs> with Brian Bosworth and Lance Henriksen? <laughs> Haven't seen it. Oh my god! Okay. I think all of all of the guilty ones for you are probably like twenties and thirties movies that are crap, but you love them anyway. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, I one of my all time favorite movies is Bela Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla. <laughs> he loves that movie. Which he co-stars which the, gets the, a bomb. Poor man, yeah. the poor oh, man, Steve Martin and Jerry Lewis, Sammy Petrillo and Duke Mitchell. Okay, these were guys who had a nightclub act where they. Imitated Dean Martin and Jerry. Oh, really? Yes. And they hired because they looked <laughs> somewhat like them. Yeah. <laughs> I have no guilt. That's yeah. pretty. Well, I, I have I mean, no guilt. I love, I love shitty action movies. I love Connor. anything with Statham. Anything with you know, I, I'll watch anything with those guys in it. You know, the straight Tango video Cash. stuff. Let's talk oh. Tango. Tango Cash is a is a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> I tell people every day if they ask me, what, I, Con Air. Con Air is one of my favorite Con movies Air, of all time. Love I can it. quote the entire Remember this thing. Too. Yeah. yeah. There's a big difference uh, in. Seeing a movie because it's Friday night and you want to go out mm. and maybe you're taking a date, yeah. you're, you're taking your spouse, yeah. and you're spending a lot of money, yeah. and you're making a choice. You're making an important choice. How are you going to spend that, that Friday dope. night? Yeah. Especially if you've hired a babysitter. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's lots of things going on there. There's the pressure of it's maybe it's the opening weekend. You want to be the one guy. You don't want to be the one guy who hasn't seen the sure. hot movie yeah. Monday morning when it comes up. As opposed to... You're home, yeah. it's raining, <laughs> it's Sunday afternoon, what's on HBO right now? Sure. You know, the Mechanic are, Resurrection. That's yeah. right. I'm going to watch The Mechanic I'm Resurrection. There. I'm there. Two different <laughs> situations. Sure. Yeah. And some movies that are perfectly adequate to kill two hours sure. on a rainy afternoon yeah. or a, even a sunny afternoon. Is a very different story. That's true. From you know the pressure of an opening weekend yeah. movie. I'll watch Con Air any time. Right. Although I saw it in the movie theater. That's fair. I saw it in the movie. Lucky theater. Probably with me. Now with right. you, I was with my wife. <laughs> we were when she was at Dartmouth. We went and saw yeah. it, which is a oh. weird place to watch Con Here's, Air. I was going to say fancy. But <laughs> you know what? Every great bad guy. But Kevin, see, Kevin has right? it great. Kevin has it great because his wife is uh, literally the way they choose their movies is how hot the lead actor is. <laughs> Okay. That's which, how my mom works. Which That's means right. that like he's getting to go see like yeah. You so know, on Mother's this, Day, I, I was like, uh, you know, the kids wanted to go see Guardians Two, 
And I proposed it to her because it's Mother's Day. She gets to choose what she right. wanted. And she's like, definitely I'll go. Chris I was like, are hot. you kidding me? And she goes, Chris Pratt, I'm in. Right? You know, she wanted to go see Chris Pratt. Yeah, but she'll see know? Stay the Movies with oh, you. Yeah. She will. She'll, she'll see will. all like the... She will. Yeah. yeah. With, Thor, with, anything, with, with Hem- anything with a Hemsworth in it, right? she'll go see that. She's there. Oh. She's there. Well, that's, 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 that's the two of them. Sometimes I'll go, it's okay, Daddy, your girlfriend's in this, because he's a couple of girlfriends. And my mom, same thing. Oh, Mama, your boyfriend's in this. It'll yeah. be okay. Sure. Other times they'll come home, and Mom will go, well, yeah, sure, your father got to look at Charlize Theron. What did I have to look at? Okay. I go, I'm sorry, Mama. I don't know. There was nothing for you to yeah. stare at. Uh, my, my mother-in-law's in town, and she went to see Baywatch with my dad. Okay. She, she comes home and she goes, oh, that's Zac, that's Zac Efron. I mean, he takes ripped. that shirt off. He's ripped. I didn't think that was real. And I'm sure. like, oh, Sharon, oh, you wild woman. Yeah. I love it. That's I choice. love it. Right? Oh. Um, so was it a tough decision to stop printing this book or was it um, a sign oh, of times in terms of it was it, print it was, is, is gone now? It was, a, it was a reality uh, check. It was. Um, yeah. There are no bookstores. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess we, we lost 650 border stores. That was a body blow for all people who yeah. sell books, yeah. right? Yeah. To sell books. And uh, we had an app. We had a very good app. Yeah. So we were available on iPhone. Uh, and I can say it was a good app because I had nothing to do with creating. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I didn't create the app. These, these guys, uh, very smart guys, created a really creative and useful, user-friendly app, uh, which they licensed from my publisher. Yeah. But they had the nerve to charge money for it. Can yeah, you imagine? Okay, okay. okay they tough. wanted to be paid for their work. <laughs> sure. And IMDb is free. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. the fact that – and I, I and use Rotten IMDb. Tomatoes everybody everybody yeah. uses IMDb. Everybody yeah. uses Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah. They're very useful and they're great. We think we offered something a little different uh, by capsulizing the review, by putting uh, a lot of user-friendly information into a very short, you know, punchy paragraph – and saying if it was somebody's film debut. Yeah, which or I think lo- is or, what it says in the book. Right, you know, or look, book look fast for somebody yeah. in a mm-hmm. cameo role, whatever it was. And you don't get that so quickly or easily on those other services. But they're free, and we're not. And that's what put us out of business. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really make any bones about it. That's what happened. Yeah. We still had a loyal readership. Yeah. But, it, you know, I had a machine. I had a lot of people working for yeah. me and with me. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, it required people being paid salary sure yeah. <laughs> right, right. it was not a charitable operation yeah. as much as we loved doing it and we did do it for love too yeah but we would like to pay the rent mm-hmm. yeah and that's you know and that's what happened and yeah. that's figuring out how to monetize these yeah. things now you know? yeah. but we do still have a current edition of uh, the classic movie guide for, so for people who like watching tcm yeah, yeah. You know, and are hooked on old movies. Yeah. We have a, a third edition of Leonard Malton's classic movie. But now guide. you have to adjust that now based on the years, right? Like, are the movies in the sixties a classic? Okay. Sixty-five back. What else, but, but about the seventies? I mean, now I, I just answered you. Sixty-five. But you're gonna have to change it. <laughs> hey, you're gonna have to change. clean out your ears. Mr. Malton answered your question. <laughs> I know, but like now, The Godfather is a classic movie, yeah. isn't it? It is. I mean, it is. you know, so yeah. it is seventy-two. And in fact, we're now in an era. Where, right? I, listen, I'm not he, arguing. I'm the with opening, you. The yeah. opening night of the TCM Classic Film Festival this year, which was just held in April, was in the heat of the night. And to me, oh, look, I'm, I'm 66. Yeah. So what year is that, 63 or something like that? What's, what's no, 67. Okay, got it. Okay, okay. Or 68. I, okay. 67. It's exactly 50 years old. Okay, okay. So it's like, 
when they told me that was their opening night, I said, well, well that's, that's not an old movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I saw it when it was new. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I saw it when it was new. And, and Sidney Poitier, he's still alive. Sure. Yeah. Rod Steiger, unfortunately, is not. But yeah. Sidney Poitier is still alive. Lee Grant is still alive. Yeah. The director, Norman Jewison, is still alive. It's like, how can this be an old? Oh, it's 50 years old. Yeah. yeah. When you put it in perspective like that, Star Wars I think today is 40, 40 years 40, old. That's right. 40 <laughs> years old. Yeah. And I saw that one the first time yeah. around, too. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, everything's perspective. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, K-Earth 101 here at the oldie yeah. station. Yeah. Well, now it's only playing 80s music. I know. And I was just, I was in the car and I'm going, now, if I'm someone looking Classic for rock. the Shirelles, yeah. the yeah. Platters, yeah. you know, oldies yeah. and what i'm getting is you know everything else yeah then you know it's 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 pretty different yeah sure it's pretty different and yeah. i'm just like I, I can't imagine someone turning this on and, yeah. and hearing know. you know well you also find like led zeppelin on light rock too now I know. you know <laughs> i know and the stones on light rock. i can't do you guys have doing like an oscar bet between the two of you or do you guys we do don't care no no, no. Okay. we no, really don't oscar. care yeah, no. don't care about it um, I, have, I have my Favorites every yeah, right, year, right. and uh, he has what he has to do because everybody wants lists. Sure, everyone wants they a list. Want his predictions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't care about awards. Yeah, yeah. And a lot also, of times, also, what we like doesn't get awarded. Also, mm-hmm. people say to me, they think that I have a crystal ball. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a critic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know the movies. I've seen the movies. But that doesn't mean I'm Jimmy the Greek. I sure, can't give yeah. you odds on who's going to win. Sure, yeah. But they might like you just want to hear your opinion on. Uh, no, yeah. they want to know like La La Land. They want to know who's going to win. That's why they yeah. tune into our podcast because <laughs> we know. Because we know. Because we know. No, our our you know our Oscar episode I think is is tainted. Okay. By the fact that, see, we have a side bet. Okay. I don't want to tell you what the, side, the bet itself is. because We don't want you to think poorly of it. Yeah, it's a little crass. <laughs> but uh, we've done it three years in a row now. Right. And uh, You're and not going to tell us? W- okay, so the loser, uh, the, the winner gets to pee on the loser's foot. <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's what it is. And, so, and then we videotape, we video it, and, and then our, our listeners can ch- check out the clip. Somehow we, now we've lost we've him. never thought of that I, idea. It didn't yeah. occur to yeah. me. Now we've lost him. No. Okay. The Maltons don't like us anymore. The, the, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the Maltons but, can't wait for next year's Oscars is what it is. Yeah, okay, but okay. That's the problem is that the two of us, I think now, because the stakes are so high, right. is we research it. Like we watch the movies, but then we look at all the reviews, and mm. we come in and like our picks are identical because we have read all the like oh, that's so funny. who the front runner wow. is, who's supposed to win. Wow. We look at the Maltons, what they no, decide. What my they say, my Godfather is the ultimate handicapper. Oh really? My Godfather, yes. Uh, okay. His name is Pete Hammond, okay. and he writes for okay. Deadline. Sure, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He hosts every Q and A that exists. Right. Yeah, right. In the world, yes, and he does and a lot of polling of Academy members. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so. informally, just yeah, yeah. casually asking who's you know who you're going to vote for. Yeah. yeah, and so he has a, a sense of it. Yeah, and he not knows. Just, it's not just guesswork. Yeah. So my mom, that's who my mom <coughs> goes to. We, we oh, walk, okay. If okay. this year my dad and I worked a lot of years, we work it. Yeah. My mom though, or if if it's all of us, all of us. If not, uh, my mom goes to a party. Yeah, and she uh, absolutely. And I, the thing is, I get texts. I yeah. get texts from my mother going, "I lost another one." I'm like, "I'm sorry, mom. I have nothing. To, do you want me to go on stage?" Or excuse me, my mother, my mother actually got the wrong answer. Could you just switch real yeah. quick? Yeah. And uh, and she's won a few times, but that's it. She calls Pete on the phone, even though he writes it all out. She doesn't want the written version. Sure. She wants Pete on the phone. Okay, she wants so to verbal ask uh, one okay. by one by one, and she is serious. Yeah. She is serious okay. about it. No, we need to have our own. No joke. I bet she didn't get it right this year. 
No, she did. got close. She got pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, that's where you lost it, Kev. I did. I guess yeah. I did. on the La La Land. So I did. Yeah. See, I my my mom is very small. Yeah. And very loud and Jewish and from the Bronx. Yeah, I love her. And oh, you, you, everyone <laughs> I'm from New York does. City, so everyone loves my yeah. mother. It's impossible to not love my mother. <laughs> yeah. She is a fierce little firecracker. I got her. I got but her. But yeah. when you make her angry, mm-hmm. everybody could better run away. I mean, that's the thing. You got you got to run. <laughs> And when it comes to Oscar stuff, she's not, I mean, she's competitive in life, but like the Oscar thing happens and she's like, Pete, if you get this wrong for me, yeah. if I don't get that, I mean, you'd think right. someone would have right. on her foot with how, how intense <laughs> yeah, she sure, gets. Sure, yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm, Pete, I'm going to piss on your foot. <laughs> I'm going to, just you wait. Did, was oh. your first date with her to a movie? Yeah. Yes. You know what movie? movie? What movie? Two silent movies. Ooh. Oh, really? True. Lothario over here. Okay. Wow. True. Absolutely true. And was she you, was she into that or was she indulging you to go to the silent film? No, she wasn't because it, we were set up really by a matchmaker. Uh, she had taken an, a, an NYU evening class uh, on film taught by a, a dear friend of mine who – and she said at the end of the, the semester, she said, you know, I'm just a working stiff. I can't really afford to – go to a lot of these movie things. He said, I'll take you to a film society where you won't, have to, won't worry about getting in. They don't charge anything. And you'll meet other guys who go to watch movies for a living. Yeah. Whoa. And then as I was arriving, it was at the School of Visual Arts on 23rd mm-hmm. Street. Yeah. Oh, as yeah. I was arriving, he didn't feel well. He was going home. I don't think it was a setup. He, he, yeah. he said, I'm going home. I invited that girl, Alice, to come tonight from my class. Yeah. Do you remember her? I'd been a guest speaker in his class. Yeah. I said, no. <laughs> he said, "Well, you'll see her because she's the only clueless, yeah. only He's woman, clueless. only woman, on, you know, uh, pretty much coming in the door." Yeah, and uh, so I waved to her, and we sat together, and we watched uh, Maurice Turner's "The Whip" from 1920. Yeah, and "Open All Night" from 1924 with Adolf Manjou and uh, Raymond Griffith. And that was so. It wasn't officially a date, but it was our first evening together. Yeah. My mom's version is that absolutely Herb set them up and yeah. left, <laughs> and that she had a big old crush on him. But but clueless as he is, he was not responding. And she's like, "Hi, hi, hello." Yeah. And she's anyway, also seven. But, but years But then when older. I said to friends that I had met this, I met that we we got serious very fast. Yeah. Talked about getting married pretty early on, and friends said, "Well, does she like movies?" I said, "How could I?" Yeah. Even think of marrying somebody who doesn't love movies, right? Mm-hmm. And I did know, I did know in that film group of mine, a lot of you. They say football widows. I knew a lot of film buff widows. Yeah, yeah. Where they <laughs> yeah. just they diverged. You know, that was it. The, the wife was at home, and the husband was out watching old movies. Yeah, and that was not the kind of relationship I was interested in. Sure. So Have you gone back and watched those in. films uh, in any kind of nostalgic way since then? Uh, we or, saw one uh, of them again a few years ago. It was, okay, it was pretty good. So you, you didn't pan the movies or anything like that? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Yeah. But yeah, then married 42 years. Yeah. Wow. So when uh, you you were a critic for Playboy magazine for a while. In like yes, the, I was. The Playboy heyday. Yes. The one rule from my wife, uh, no meetings in the grotto. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you went to the Playboy mansion and like you, you probably saw some kooky stuff over no. there. Went to the Playboy Mansion and saw mostly non-kooky stuff. Yes. Sure. That's what people don't know right. is that Hef You're is right. – not only the most gracious host in the world, but a, a diehard movie nut. Movie night at the Playboy Mansion. Correct? Every night is movie night at the Playboy he Mansion. He shows a movie every night. Yeah. Almost every yeah. night. Yeah. And uh, and by the time I got there, or that Alice and I got there, uh, the the wild days were over. When we first went there, he was on the verge of marrying Kim. uh, Kimberly mm-hmm. and, uh, and did. 
And so the the Playgirl quotient uh, dropped dramatically. And we've been there for some of the parties. Some of those parties are pretty yeah. nutty. Yeah. I mean, Halloween, a, 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 Halloween, a, a girl walks by, a, a, a very uh, statuesque girl walks by, painted silver, head to toe, and wearing nothing yeah. but a little something covering her private parts. Uh, she's absolute vodka. No, no. Remember, she had Smirnoff. It was Smirnoff stamped on her butt. <laughs> oh, that's, right. that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. But so uh, we've been there for a few yeah. of those evenings. Yeah. Sure. But a lot what of did, the time, you probably were dressed as like a bumblebee or something like seriously. that. Yeah. 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 Usually but, uh, a cowboy. And we yeah. went. We cowboy. went to find Hef to say hello that first Halloween, and he was he was just wearing a smoking jacket. Yeah. And, and, and uh, dressed up as and, Hef. And Alice kidded him and said, "Who are you tonight, Hef?" And he fumbled and found his pipe, and she said. You, you Hefner, he said exactly. <laughs> yep. yeah. So, you know, here we are. Most of the time when we're there, though, I'm the youngest. Yeah. You know? So you've gone, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I grew up going. Where, now, were you – those – it seems like you get starstruck. But, I mean, there are a lot of celebrities at that event. There are some. Yeah. Joey Fatone. Fatone? Although, I'll one. tell you, the, the first one, the first one that was really huge for yeah. me, they came together. It was Polly Shore and Fred Durst. Okay. And oh, okay. I, I was okay. 13. Yeah. And I was just like <laughs> – you know, oh my God! Yeah. yeah, and mind you, there's Lou Ferrigno and people like that, and sure. I don't know who that is. Right? Yeah. You know, it's that's not a, that's not the other my thing, thing about Hef yeah. is that he is very loyal, yeah. extremely. So the fact that somebody maybe isn't as au courant mm-hmm. today yeah. as they were when they first started coming to the mansion doesn't mean he's cut, cutting them off the guest list. No, yeah, right. They are there. Yeah, they they were his friends then. They remain his friends today. My yeah. two favorite visuals: looking over and he's talking to Gene Simmons. Uh-huh. All right, and then he's talking to Tommy Lee. Okay. <laughs> These are the things that you take home and you go, "Oh, this is not real life. This is not real life." I wish I had a camera phone. Honestly, in this era. Honestly, right. but yeah, no, I, I was only I'm only able to go for certain. I was only able to go because until you turn 18, you're not allowed to, to go to a, oh, lot, of the, sure. a lot of the things there. But, but now, they have they haven't they have a, a famous Easter egg hunt, and that's what I used to get to go for. Oh, the kids. Yeah. yeah. Were they hiding? Were they hiding the eggs? Uh, no, no. The, well, the, <laughs> the, the, the eggs were hand painted. Hundreds and hundreds. Twenty five hundred eggs. Oh, wow. Elaborately yeah. painted eggs. Really? Hand painted yeah. by the bunnies, okay. by the staff. Okay. And people went nuts, and they were really, really competitive about it, and vicious. And you get like a bike if you won. It was ridiculous. Um, but it was it was so lovely. The kids are getting vicious with each other. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the parents. A lot of parents. It, the parents. My favorite always were, were the women in the really really high stiletto heels sinking into the grass. Yeah. As they walk <laughs> yeah. around in the grounds right. trying to find eggs. eggs. Well, that's yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I've you know I've got a five year old and a three year old, and oh, so like wow. you know we did an Easter egg hunt this past year. And it's like, I'm going to let the kids go find them on their own. But then I see the parents helping their kids. And I'm like, okay. Wait a minute. I'm going to get into this. And right. then I get yeah, it. And you're, you like, you're all there swept you up. In it. yep. yeah. It's intense. Anyway, uh, Hef was uh, he was great to work for. I met him before I worked for him. I worked for the magazine for six years, which was a very pleasant gig. Yeah. Uh, a wonderful gig. And what did you get to rate in? Oh, uh, bunnies. Bunnies, right. Two right. and a half bunnies. Two three, and a half three bunnies. bunnies. Out of five bunnies. bunnies. Out of five? Four. Four, four, okay. four, four, I think four. I don't remember okay. anymore. Mr. Malton works on a four. Uh, four, uh, on four, a four unit scale. Right. scale yeah. yeah. Okay. And, the, the and, best is that half a bunny is literally they just slice that in half. Yeah. So it's like an ear. And somebody feels that so when he cuts it in half. Somebody bunnies. feels that. Yeah. Mm. And then remain friendly after uh, the gig came to an end because yeah. they uh, had a change of management, change of editorial yeah. management at the magazine. Uh, no grudge. Uh, yeah. No, no, no harm, no foul. I mean, and he's been just wonderful to me. Yeah. And my family. Yeah. 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 And then you, did you go to Entertainment Tonight after that, or you were doing it concurrently? Uh, I, was, I was already at ET. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He started ET in 82. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Now, can you, 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 you've both seen 
probably more movies than the. I mean, obviously than the average bear, the average person. Can yeah. you can you name a favorite or like a top five? My all-time favorite movie happens to be Hugh Hefner's all-time favorite movie. Uh, coincidence, uh, Casablanca. Okay, ah. that's my number one favorite movie. Yeah, and I'm lucky too. enough to have seen that yeah. as a teenager when there was a big Bogart revival. In the late, you 60s. remember the big Bogart oh, revival, totally right, guys? Totally. You guys remember the late sixties? No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> there was a time during that time of social change, yeah, uh, and social revolution, mm-hmm. yeah, when a generation discovered Bogart as like the great antihero, yeah. of Hollywood movies, and Casablanca is the ultimate example of that. Yeah, uh, he's not a traditional good guy, right? He's got a lot of uh, colors and shades to him, right? And I got to see that with an audience in a theater for the first time, not on a TV screen, sure, not on a VHS cassette, which didn't exist then. And I fell in love with it. I've never fallen out of love with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's a perfect movie. So then yeah. play it again, Sam, the Woody Allen movie. Which I love, and which I saw Woody Allen do on Broadway. Oh, wow. Which was pretty cool. That was, uh, play it again, Sam, was uh, where I fell in love with Woody Allen. I didn't realize he was such a good physical comedian. Mm. But in that thing, he's flying around. That's, remember we had that night where we showed uh, – we're at the comedy store or the yeah. Laugh Act. We yeah. showed scenes. Yeah. I did a scene from uh, Play It Again, Sam. Oh, it's, it's, it's good material. And it was tested, of course. It was stage tested. Sure. And then he had a good director directing him in that film. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful movie. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What's your favorite movie? Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Okay. okay. Favorite movie. Okay. Her uh, mother's favorite movie as well. Yeah. Okay. So, but the thing is, he does like if you ask for a top five, most of those are going to be older films because those are the ones that he loves. Sure. But uh, and a lot of people kind of see him as as being old movies, and we'll get asked a lot. Someone will say, "Do you even like new movies?" Of course, he likes new movies. It's just different. It's just what you. I, I say now. Yeah. You know, so I was raised with Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin yeah. and all those folks, all the yeah. classic stuff. Yeah. And I'm born on Stan Laurel's birthday, which in my house is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I understand that if I show somebody, if I try to show it to your kids now, it may mean something because later in life they'll go, "I watched that as a kid." Yeah. But if I try to show it to your 13 year old, yeah. it may not go over as well. Yeah. Because they may say, "Well, no, I don't." get this and it's not funny but also they have a different context now and they, they've seen other people do that it's like you talked about like bogart copying like, yeah there are other people now who have played that kind of anti-hero yes, yes since of that course. time of yes. course. that was the time where it was like yeah oh, we don't see heroes like this sure. that's yeah. right and all, now you do and, all, yeah. and a lot of conventions you know when netflix first came out i started getting all the dvds i was watching all these 60s and 70s movies yeah that were quote-unquote classics yeah and i would watch them and i'd say I've seen that a million times. What's so good about them? It took a moment to realize that those were the films. Every young filmmaker I meet at my class or that I interview in some context points to those early 70s movies. Those are their touchstones. Mm -hmm. That's what they're aiming for. Uh, That was a golden window of opportunity for a lot of talented people. It's when Coppola, Scorsese, uh, Spielberg, Spielberg, Peter Bogdanovich, Mark... Michael Ritchie, yeah. Sidney uh, Lumet, yeah. Sidney Lumet before and after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was just a, a fantastic time. Robert Altman, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, lest we forget, uh, they they all flowered and flourished during that period, yeah. and uh, and so that's uh, Damien Chazelle or anybody you talk to today, say you know what are your role models that those guys point to yeah. those films. What yeah. are your favorite movies? My fa- well, you know, and, and it works into this the thing about the kids now. My favorite number one movie of all time is Jaws. Just Andrew watched died. that again the other day. Yeah. Hadn't seen it in a while. And that's when we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. How do you present that to – Kevin's wrestling with how to present it to his kids for the first time. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I am. Well, because 
I know when I saw that movie the first time, it changed my life in the sense of like with the way you thought about the ocean. Oh, it's my terrifying. Wife, it's my still terrifying. Exactly. My, wife was, my wife was in, like a near champion sh- swimmer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she stopped going in the ocean. Yeah. And I'm afraid to do that to them. Like, we, like they wanted to watch it, and then we were going on a vacation to Florida, and I was like, man, I'll do it after we go to Florida. So right. Go in the ocean, and then maybe we'll do it later on. I just, you know. And yeah. then I talk to people now who have kids the same age, and like, ah, pfft. I showed my kid Jaws. What are you talking about? They watch Shark Week and whatever, yeah. and there's ten times worse than that. And I was like, well, yeah. I don't know. Well, but there wasn't a Shark Week in forty years. Exactly. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, this is how context changes yeah. so yeah. much. Yeah. What's your favorite? Um, I don't know. I, like, I love Jaws. I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I mean, if you think of other movies, like I try to think of movies that are you know more recent. But then when I do that, they're still twenty years old. Like The Matrix, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, That's number three on my list. Okay. Yeah. I, I go Jaws, Braveheart, The Matrix. Grease, and then uh, <laughs> The Natural and The Sting are, are tied at, at fifth place. I was just showing my, uh, my daughter's mother-in-law from Manchester, England yesterday as we drove by the L.A. River. And I said, uh, you know, from Greece. Yeah. Yeah. She said, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, that's how you do it. Yeah. You say it's from Greece and everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. If they're older, you say it's from them, the giant ant movie from the 50s. But if they're of a certain age, you say Greece. Right. Yeah, right. That's what it's too. I feel like in terms of favorite movies, like you know, I, there are different eras of movies that I love. Like, oh you know, yeah. Godfather, or I watch movies like, like one of the movies we watched every year in my house was The Quiet Man. Yeah. Mm. And you know, we watch it every St. Patrick's Day. That was the uh, quiet uh, every uh, time. Uh, Irish. Yes. Then yes. The Quiet Man. You, yeah. you, you pick that up all by yourself, yeah. huh? Yeah. No, no. I mean, no. That's like an Irish American ritual. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. And yeah. to this day, I do it. Oh no. Like, I the quiet, like I say, say, like, I'm, I'm turning the TV. I'm watching The Quiet. Man. Why don't you invite yeah. me over? Are you wouldn't. I'd like, like to watch The Quiet Man Would with you? you. I'm capable okay. of. of I, I mean, it's you know a in, movie we watched all my life. Indulging you know? in Irish American folly. Uh, yeah. I remember <laughs> watching your. You did a little documentary. Did a documentary about The Quiet Man. Got to meet some of those people, which was cool. Which is amazing. Um, uh, I think we're, we're getting long, but let me let me ask you this question. In light of this, um, there's this whole controversy at Cannes and about the Netflix thing. Yep. What, what do you guys think about the future, this, the, the theatrical distribution future and that kind of stuff? I think people are always going to want to go out to the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a social experience. It's not just seeing the movie. Yeah. I mean, does anyone want to stay home all the time? Right. Mm-hmm. All the time? I don't right. think so. You go out. What do you do when you go out? Well, one of the things when, when you go out is you go to the movies. That's right. And it's true, it's cheaper than going to a ball game. It's cheaper than going to a concert. It is. So it's still going to be there. It's always going to be there. And when you have an event movie, yep. like a real event, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, right, right. people want to go now. That's right. They don't yeah. want to wait for cable. Yeah. They don't want to wait for home delivery. They want to go now. Yeah. And you want to go either as a, a, on a date or with a group of friends. Yeah. So I think that'll always exist. Where it's gotten tricky is the medium scale movie mm-hmm. and the smaller movie, right? And uh, and those are already being made available at home. Sometimes day right. and day and date with the oh, yeah. the which is I, opening. I, mean, I my opinion is it's a good thing, but I think that there are people. Who- I don't think they cannibalize each other because no. people who want to go out to, to specialty theaters and see them there yeah. are going to continue to do that. They probably will. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but also, it's become so expensive. Like it's become so expensive to to put a movie to distribute a movie now. Oh yeah, yes, of course. Just crack through the market. Well, and you know that you know they won't pay anymore. A lot of our friends are publicists, and yeah. um, half the time now they won't pay for a screening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll send you a link or they'll send you a DVD, which we don't like. Yeah, because yeah. that's not how I want to see your. 
that's not sure. fair to your movie. Right. Yeah. You, you know, there's so, if there's, there's some, no alternative, then that's yeah, how I'll watch it. There's sure, some but, documentaries. Uh, there are some smaller films where I get it. Again, you, you know, you have different feelings towards different things. You go, you know what? Fair enough. You do not have the budget to put together screenings all across America. You yeah. can't do it. Fair enough. But don't tell me that you can't. You know, do a screening of Superman. Don't tell me that you can't do that because then that you're for all the money, especially yeah. that you spend on a movie. Yeah. Well, if it was Batman versus Superman, it'd be okay if they didn't. Say yeah, you wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think they're afraid to bring reviewers into the? I don't. Well, well, no. well. So what? What we Netflix don't know. has very good taste. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the people at Netflix and Amazon both, the the people who are funding movies and acquiring movies have excellent taste. Yeah, yeah. and they have been they've been. Just building up an arsenal of really fine films. In fact, yeah. uh, and uh, I showed the uh, the Sundance winner uh, this year. I don't want to live in this world anymore. Yeah. At my class at USC, and I had Melanie Linsky. I don't feel at home in this I, world anymore. Yes, yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. you, you kept getting because it's the song. Say, yes. The song is one that similar yeah. to the song title, but not. The I don't song feel at title. home in this world anymore. Yeah. Just Melanie Linsky really and Elijah good. Wood. Melanie Linsky came to class with four of her yeah. film behind the scenes colleagues. Yeah. We had a great night. And that's a film that never got a theatrical opening. Yeah. It just came to Netflix, even yeah. though it was the grand jury prize winner at Sundance. Yeah. yeah. You know, we talked to them because, uh, you know, we're working with Fox Searchlight, who, who you know, who is at the top of the award-winning sure. studio. Sure. But they're the Super Trooper studio. Yeah. yeah. The ones with Super Troopers out, which is very unusual. That's how I always think of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. right. It's Quills, Le Divorce, Super Troopers. Yeah. Right. And so uh, uh, so we were having conversations with them recently about, uh, you know, they used to go into Sundance and they were the, you know, they were the ones who would do it. They were the and heavy now, hitters. now this year it was Netflix and Amazon who went and flooded with well, money. They yeah. got Kumail's film. Yeah. They got so they, many I mean. Yeah. And, and you know what they do is they, they it's the trade-off. And they said uh, what will happen is the Netflix will come in, Amazon will come in, and they'll offer that filmmaker a lot of money yeah. for their movie. But not a theatrical distribution, and you got to make yep. that decision. That's yeah. your decision. Yeah. And now people are choosing. However, they're waffling. However, let's get it out there. But they're waffling. Yeah. Yeah. Who is uh, Netflix, Netflix? is because yeah. they already made a deal with IPIC theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To screen their movies there, and Amazon's doing theatrical. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they did Manchester by the Sea yep. last year, mm-hmm. yep. and that's actually why Kumail chose them. Yeah. Uh, to distribute the Big Sick because. They did such a fantastic job with Manchester by the Sea. They yeah. were so smart with yeah. how and they did it. And his producer, John Apatow, <laughs> weighed in and said, "It does I think help, we should doesn't go with it?" These yeah. yeah. But uh, I think Netflix is 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 going to find a compromise point. Yeah. Where they have to do theatrical. They're things. they're going to spend yeah. hundred. They're going to spend a hundred million dollars to make the new Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. I don't believe for an instant they're not going to screen it in some theaters. Yeah. yeah. You think? Yeah. I feel like even if it's even if it's only for a short a time. I mean, it seems like that Sarando. Well, so like that's the, it's the principle of this is the new way, and that's yeah. the way it's going to be. Yes, but Which every, I don't, I don't, but rules yeah. are made to be bent, and yeah. sometimes broken. Yeah. Yeah. And there's an exception to every rule. Yeah, I was just reading that uh, Adam Sandler's new Netflix movie is getting very well reviewed. Sandler specifically, well, that's the, is it No Bombach? Yeah, 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 The Myrowitz, Sandy, Sandy Wexler. No, no, that's the last one. Oh, sorry, the one that can now. Okay. Yeah, the Myrowitz, Dustin Hoffman, the great cast. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman, Emma Thompson. But yeah, see, even you know, people yeah. talk about Netflix. Well, the the new Bernie Madoff film yeah. that's on HBO. On HBO yeah. I just you know I I just recorded it. Yep. And it stars De Niro. De Niro you know, and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, yeah. So that yeah. went straight to my TV. That's right. Yeah. You know that went straight to my but TV. But I think that's the lines are blurring. And, but you but that's I mean? it. Yeah. Is, is so to say that, that it's somehow new? Well, there are a lot of really big things that are going straight to the TV. Yeah. And the good thing about that is it means a lot more people have access. It does. Yeah. yeah. But it, 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 it shakes me though to my core. Like when 
uh, something changes so significantly. Oh yeah, like that. I don't know, but but the movie going experience is not going no. away. Yeah. Hu- husband it's, is obsessed with ArcLight. Yeah, he oh, thinks yeah. ArcLight yeah. is the greatest thing since sliced bread, and he loves to go. We go at least once a week. He loves to go see movies in a theater, which is great and better because I can't imagine if he married me and then was like, "I hate film." <laughs> yeah. But you know, but we do. We enjoy going to see movies. Yep, we sure. like going to see them. We like sitting in a theater. Sometimes yeah. I want to kill everyone around no, me, I mean, but in general, I think about you know. Some of the best memories I have are going to the movies with my family when I was a kid oh, yeah. on East 86th Street yeah. Yeah. at the RKO yeah. Theater. And yeah. even all the yeah. film festivals we go to, you know, <clears throat> yep. we enjoy. We sit together and we have a good time. Sure. And we, lo- and we talk about it. We talk about yep. movies all of the time. My friend Noah was over over the weekend and he said to me, he goes, the best thing about your dad is that there's no movie limit. I can just keep talking about <laughs> movies and he never tells me to shut up. Yeah. Everybody else always tells me to shut up and they're over it. But your dad <laughs> never stops me. I was like, well, Noah, <laughs> yeah, there here you go. go. Yeah. Do you guys? Uh, it's um, it's also. I mean, the TV world has switched to become very cinematic now. Uh, do you uh, do you get into the TV stuff too, or you limit yourself some, to film? Because I want to keep track. <laughs> yeah. Binge watch. You binge watch. Do you some binge watch? Some, some. I've done some binge watch. Yeah. 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 Uh, I. Uh, you uh, like Shit's Creek? Oh, you do. Oh, okay. We were just talking about Shit's Creek. Oh, it's, it's, Creek. it's gotten better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's gotten better yeah. and better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I binge watched season one of Fargo because I fell in love with it. I've yeah. It's great. Yeah, uh, and I missed season two, but I have never had the chance to go back to it. Okay, but what like like did you, I, you do like the Breaking Bad tear? Did you do any no, that kind of stuff? No, or no, mm-hmm. no okay. I, I, because I'm still <laughs> covering the movie beat. Yeah, though, I know. That's what I'm wondering. Though yeah. he though when he he was doing a show for Reels Channel, which is now based out of Albuquerque, so Breaking Bad filmed the same place. Yeah, right, right, right. So we would see all the paraphernalia, and before the show became famous, you'd be walking past past this one soundstage, and there was a trailer, and outside the trailer was just like bongs and all kinds of drug stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we're going, what the hell is this? And then what we are had they to ta- doing? Then we had to take a friend to the shop where they, we could buy the, the uh, colored rock candy mm-hmm. that they used oh, as okay, prop. Oh, the blue stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, no, so. We, we, just, we, we shot uh, Beer Fest in Albuquerque mm-hmm. a couple years prior to Breaking Bad. But now when we watch Breaking Bad, we see the same extras. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, you know, the same oh, yeah. actors. We see them all. You know, it's same, really funny to watch. Yeah, yeah. Same locations. The same, land of uh, Manana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. That's right. Uh, but no, I just wondered if, you know, because I, I think the, the TV landscape and, and the new film landscape are blurring. He's willing. It's just time. Yeah. It's yeah. just time. And that's really the main thing is, is uh, you don't watch very much episodic television. No. Watching, watching season three of Bosch right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. me too. Was I, me too. I was big fans of Bosch. We had me Michael, too. And Michael Connolly came on the podcast. Oh, we did? Yes. Few weeks, yes. Okay. Which was just great. That's yeah, funny. I read a bunch of the, and I and I've watched. I'm in, I'm in like I've, halfway I've read, through. I've read some of the books too. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. about halfway through the third season. Yeah, we are. Too. I like that guy Titus Welliver. So. He's very good. Yeah. I really like him a lot. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think what else you've been watching because there's a couple other things. My my mom and I are the TV Veep. watchers. Big yeah. fans of Veep. Oh, yeah. they okay. love yeah. Kevin was on an episode of. Veep. I was on an episode of Veep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a little, little run on Veep. Yeah, yeah. So. You had a cup of coffee with yeah, the a vice cup president. Cup of coffee there. Yeah, season one. Yeah, okay. We should let you guys go. I I brought gifts for you guys. Oh boy, gifts! I brought gifts. You're gonna love them, Mr. Moulton. What are you going to What? Not if you call me Mr. Malt. No, yeah. no, no, no. I <laughs> prefer Malt Ball. Malt, Malt Ball. That's one of my nicknames for him. I like no, that. No, 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 no. Well, your first film. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you'll, no, thank you. Was it safe from the guys who made Dukes of Hazzard? Yeah. No, from the guys who brought you Super Troopers. Yeah, okay. And then the on the front, from the director of the Dukes of Hazzard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Includes never-before-seen footage from the hilarious Super Troopers promo tour. There you go. Did you Did you see the spine? Look at the spine. Oh. Oh. Who is that dashing young gentleman? Who's that? Whoever could that. Oh, and on the back as well? 
That's right. Look That's at right. that. Did, they, at did that. you get that because you can't get that anywhere else? Did you give it to them because you can't, you can't stream that anywhere? Well, and, and it's, one, it's not reviewed in here, so I figured. Oh, you know. there you go. Okay. I am excited there about this. Here's, That's our first film. So it was uh, 1995. Yeah. And we had no idea what we were doing. We made it for $250,000 at our uh, school. Wow. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I and, it eventually, and it went to Sundance, and it, it went to uh, it won the Hamptons Film Festival, yeah, won the, the Golden, Golden Star. Starfish Award. <laughs> All right, awarded to us by Roy, Roy Scheider, Stop which was it. great. Was that it was just a great the moment? Best day ever. Yeah. It was awesome. It was oh an unbelievable God. moment. Okay, here's the Slam and Salmon. Okay, this is uh, also not reviewed in your book, but Kevin's directorial debut. Oh, there you go. And, Congratulations! Uh, and this is one that people are saying they think might be our best movie. Okay. Yeah. And Michael Clark Duncan is phenomenal. In that I movie. like him Legit. with lipstick. Rest in peace. I'm a fan Rest of this lipstick. He's got the blue thing going. Yeah, yeah. that's good. a that's a plot point. I'm not going to go away. Oh, can't wait. Oh, oh, he was a sweet. He was great. Yeah. He was you know terrifying, but yeah. I mean huge. Yeah, but ter- but amazing. Well, it was yeah. like amazing he would tour. he would riff in a in a scene, and he would all of a sudden just go off. And improvise, yeah. and I didn't know when to say cut because I didn't want to yeah. beat me up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't beat me up. Okay, I'm going to say cut now, Michael. So uh, that's that's the last movie we did. Uh, that that got distribution, but uh, but the company I think went well, bankrupt or we, something. Well, because we we met, we put that in eighty in oh nine or oh eight, which was the terrible time of for everyone's lives. Sure. And yeah. uh, nobody was buying like nobody bought movies at Sundance. We went to Slam Dance. It was called that. the Madoff Edition. That turned people off right that away. Was yeah, bad. yeah, you don't want to do that. Turn off. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so you know, <gasps> okay. there you go. There's some Thank you pleasure guys. for you guys. Okay, last one. The extended version of Club Dread. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. my God. Can we talk? What I like is the continuity here. Yes. I like that Puddle Cruiser This is Fox, and, and just so you know. Dread is all about... Explain. We, it's, 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 well, it's so, so if anyone were to look, yeah. um, it's a girl's stomach... This is Puddle Cruisers, who I'm going to guess looks looks a bit like a cheerleader. Well, there's, not, there's not a cheerleader in the movie, That's and the she's funny, not in the no. movie. That's the funny and then thing. Club yeah. Dread is a woman in a bikini sure. with a gigantic knife behind her back. That right. one actually makes more sense. It okay. makes more kind sense. Of, even okay. though, but this is the Fox home video department, Amazing. and you can see... The similarity in design. Well, so, <laughs> oh, that's Brittany. Like the, that's Brittany Daniel. Brittany Daniel. She was great. Yeah. She works a lot. Yeah. She's fantastic. She's great. I I love I love actors and I love yeah. researching actors and yeah. finding out what they do and what they work on. Yeah. I'm I'm nuts for it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So with Puddle Cruiser, the discussion we had when they proposed this artwork for us, we said this. Literally, you shot this on the UCLA campus. That's a cheerleader. <laughs> this movie takes place like at an Ivy League college, basically on the yeah. East Coast. With not a single cheerleader in it. Yes. I love yeah. it. Oh, I'm so excited. There you go. That's like a Miramax ad campaign. Husband is going to be yeah, terribly, exactly. terribly pleased. Okay, good. Oh, good. I know what good. we're doing. Good. Okay. Perfect. All right, are we Let's... good? There's Stotts. Um, we... okay. Aristotle. Aristotle. And I thought, I thought we abused him. He's Greek-Mexican. Yeah. Stotts. Grexican. Grexican. You guys say that too? We say that too. I say that about it. I don't call him Grexican. Oh, okay. I just like to smush words together. Yeah. Sure. Grexican. I love it. I love that. Yeah. I, um, I, I do whenever our guests come in. We say this is our, this is our engineer Aristotle, and they're like, "Wow, Aristotle!" I'm like, "Yeah, Aristotle Acevedo." Say that five times fast. Yeah, yeah you get go. them all excited. Nobody believes his name yeah. is Aristotle. This is Aristotle. They're like, no. "Bullshit." Chris <laughs> Maloney was like, "What?" You want to tell? What, what, can we tell you a funny Aristotle story? Before of course we leave? you can. Before oh. we leave, I mean Aristotle, right? Look at him. He's like, "No." So we made a club dress. Uh, no, what did we make with? Oh, Slam and Salmon Slam and was salmon. Uh, with Lance Henriksen, who we love. Mm-hmm. Lance Henriksen, we mm-hmm. just love the guy. And so um, we asked him, hey, will you do our podcast? And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll be happy to. You just got to come up to my place, right? So he lives Palmdale, something way out, way out in the middle. Like It looks like Mars where he lives, like some right. way out. Love right? it. And so um, uh, Aristotle was going to come record. And so uh, we were going to meet, you know, uh, at like 10 a.m. At, at Lance's house and record the thing. 
And so Aristotle, who was a young go-getter at that point in time, decides he's going to go a little early, oh. right? And so he shows up. He gets up there, and it's 8.30 in the morning, <laughs> right? And he's – because he's early. He gets to Lance Henderson's house at 8.30 in the morning. And instead of, like, sitting, like, waiting or, you know, go and get a cup of coffee for the – he decides to go knock on Lance Henderson's door at 8.30, hour and a half before the podcast. And he freaked Lance Henderson out because yeah. Lance Henderson lives in, like, a scrub brush. And uh, Aristotle was such a go-getter that he set up an hour and a half early in Lance Henderson's living room and just waited for us to show up there at yeah. 10 o'clock. I got there 15 minutes early. I waited on the side of the highway <laughs> until 9.59 and then drove up to the house. Sure. Different approaches. Yeah. Different right. approaches. But hey. Uh, but Lance was cool, to too. Say? Lance was cool, right? Yeah. Gave you a bottle of water. Gave you a bottle. He was cool. He, hey, he gave you a beverage. Hey, brother, I'll okay. give you a bottle of water. How's that oh, sound? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. He's one of the great ones. Thank you, guys. And I mean that by Aristotle. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, thanks, you guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, 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 thanks for inviting us. us. What a great Thank chat. You. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. We've got to chew on the way out, too. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, can, can we plug uh, one more time? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah plug the course. podcast. Of yeah, yeah, We're here on the very same Nerdist Network. That's right. Every week. Malted on Movies. Malted on Movies. It uh, drops on Fridays. Okay. You guys. Oh, are... Did you hear that? See, you're cool. Right. It drops on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's cool, except he didn't know why Doug Benson always records at 4.20. Yeah. <laughs> he just thought it was a time he liked. And yeah. I was like, Daddy, 4.20 is because weed. He's like, what? Oh. What? That's all right. You don't need to know that. No. Right. Don't need to know he's, it now. he's too hip for the crowd. We've so played, you, we played a Leonard Malton game on Doug Benson's we podcast. We have. We've been, yeah. been on yeah. the Doug Loves movie. We love yeah. Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's love great. Doug. Uh, so every week, right? Every, once yeah, a week? Every yes. single week. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Okay. And, it, and it, it's on a Friday every week on Friday. Yep. Mm-hmm. On the Nerdist right here. Let yeah. people listen to this. Yep. So listen to it, everybody. Check it out. Um, okay. Chewing on the way out. Yeah. Right? Mm, something different, maybe, like some other yeah. kind of. You like a nacho, right? You, you get a nacho? Don't tell me what I'm going to eat. You okay. tell me what you're going right. to eat. I'm going to go milkshake. Okay. Mm. I sometimes I get a milkshake at that Soft theater. Pretzel. I like. Oh, Soft ooh, good choice. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Licorice. Okay. That's okay. my go to. Okay. I'm going hot dog today. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Movie theater hot dog? I'm Movie on, theater hot dog? I love them. Okay, good, mm. good, good. Okay. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for coming, you guys. Thank and um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 